victory at Survivor Series last night. For the next four weeks while Eric Bischoff's off on vacation, it will be Randy Orton, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, and myself running the show. And since tonight, this night is my night, Uh oh! I thought I would come out and give everyone a little taste of what they can expect. Oh boy. Matches, matches such as teaming together for the first time in almost three years, Edge and Christian. What? We'll be competing against Shelton Benjamin and Chris Benoit. Oh, now wait a minute, that's a match, man. And I haven't forgot about everyone's favorite coach because tonight, Jonathan Coachman will be one-on-one -on -one versus good old JR. What? I told you this was a bad idea, JR. See, now look what's happened to you. I did come here to wrestle tonight. And, and in a match that I can't wait for, a match that's very close to my heart. Diva contest winner Christy Hemme will be competing against Stacy Keebler. Oh, wait a minute. Now things are getting a little better. In a lingerie pillow fight. <laughs> well, one good thing, at least you're not in the lingerie pillow fight, JR. Oh, thank God. And of course, of course, a dream come true for myself. I will be competing for the World oh. Heavyweight Championship oh. versus the game uh. Triple H right here tonight. I knew it, Jennifer. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? I think you got the wrong idea. When I told you you were facing JR, I didn't mean Jim Ross there in the ring. Coach, that's my bad. I apologize. In fact, your opponent tonight isn't JR. You know what? 
the J is actually silent. But to be more specific, there is an R. An R K O. RKO? Look at Coach! He looks like he's just seen a ghost, but actually he's seen worse. He's seen Randy Orton. And look, Coach trying to get out of the ring and, and good old JR Tracy. Oh, wait. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 68 of the RE Era podcast. The only place where we can cipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered us main event maven, finally in the main event. As it is time to start the avalanche towards Armageddon 2004 with the look at Raw and Smackdown. As always, I am Dave and as always is Big Sexy Michael Rag joining the show and all the fun and the avalanche of shit. It is. Because it is a terrible, it's a terrible month. We, we have, we, it's been, a, obviously it's been a while. We've been away um, a couple of months. Obviously a lot of shit's gone off in my life, but I was hoping maybe a bit of Raw and Smackdown would cheer me up. Oh no. Worse. Oh no. <laughs> oh fucking bag of bollocks this fucking current month. This current four or five weeks is. Jesus. It was hard to watch. <laughs> it's the night after Survivor Series the last time we were here Team Maven was victorious at Survivor Series so every single week for the next four weeks uh, one of the members of Team Maven is going to run Monday Night Raw and tonight it is the team captain himself <laughs> running the show so it's November the 15th uh, we're live from Indianapolis um, we start with the bell ends in the ring then mid ha 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 but Maven interrupts uh, he, he announces some matches the key one, he announces that tonight, yes, Triple H, motherfucker, I'm coming for that belt. True Jeff Jarrett booking. <laughs> Just put yourself into the main event. Um, our opening contest, tag team titles, Michael. La Resistance versus Rhino and Tajiri versus Eugene and William Regal. And we have new tag team champions, finally. This time, it's not it's not bollocks. They don't lose the titles again. We actually have new tag team champions. This one counts. Eugene and Regal. This one counts. Um, what did you make to our opening contest? Well, we've got new tag champions. And we can't just call the tag champions William Regal and Eugene. <laughs> they need a name. <laughs> oh, this could turn grim. Yeah, all right, I'm down, I'm down. And as we always say, it takes a lot to offend us. <laughs> So, so try your best. <laughs> I'll post it on social media and yeah, name fucking the special one and the special one. Yeah, the match itself was decent. Um, all about the new tag champs, the pop. Yeah, it, it was always going to get that pop. Like they got the pop when we were over in uh, over in, in Manchester, yeah. uh, uh, and obviously that pop they were always going to get its home soil. Yeah, uh, but. The pop that they got here was mega. Like, Regal's over. Eugene's over. That's the thing. They are over as fuck. Triple H got Eugene over. Well, I think the promo with Triple H got Regal over even more as well. Definitely. Triple H, mate, he makes legends. (laughs) He's still doing it now. Speaking of the game, uh, we go backstage. uh, Triple H stops by Maven's office and he offers him an opportunity, Michael. He offers him a chance to join Evolution. And Maven's like, like this ball backstage promo took like 10 minutes for Maven to go, no, I'm all right, I want your belt. But why was he just in there make, helping himself to tea and coffee? It's like, milk and one sugar, please, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, Michael, Lita versus Molly Holly. 
Uh, Molly taps to a sleeper in just short of three minutes. Um, it's all about Trish. So Trish comes out. She's wearing a big fuck off shield on her face uh, after breaking her nose last night. Looking like Cody Rhodes. Lita though hits her in the nose. I know she looks quite sexy with a broken nose. Um, Lita hits her in the nose, walks off. Uh, Trish spits dummy out. Um, Lita Trish. It's it's all about Lita and Trish in it. We've said this for a while in the in the women's division. It's the longest running about- feud. Oh, forever. And it still goes now. Like, during the 2021 on an old school Raw or whatever, uh, you can have Lita and Trish come out and that feud would just carry on, pick up where it left off. <laughs> um, we go to our next match, which is Coach versus Jim Ross. Or is it? Because Maven says he actually made a bit of an error. What he meant was J-R-K-O and the J-Silent. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, I get it, yeah. Uh, What's no, the J stand for? Well, uh, fucking Jim, obviously. <laughs> Jim Randall Keith Orton. Um, so it's actually Coach versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton gets the victory, of course. And spoiler alert, this is a fucking long-running gag. Yeah. Kind of gets over. Of course Jim was going to go over. So we've got to call Orton Jim now. <laughs> uh, we see, though, tonight, Michael, fucking hell. For the first time in a long time, mm-hmm. Edge and Christian are tagging back together. For the benefit of those with flash photography. Wow. But it looks like they're having a bit of trouble getting along. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it's not just a one night thing, but you never know. One of them's still sour about 2001. Mm-hmm. One of them winning the King of the Ring and the other one not. <laughs> Ah, that was always great. I always remember the uh, the roar after when Christian comes out with a big fucking King of the Ring trophy, and ah, you, it was just you knew it was coming, and I was just, it was it was a great. I feel like that feud was not given enough uh, yeah, enough time. Right. I feel I feel like it it was one of them where they had the match uh, over like the IC. They had a couple of matches over the IC title, and then that was kind of it. They both went their separate ways. Yeah, they, um, they didn't really fight again until no, Edge no. teamed with Hogan. Hmm. Uh, so yeah I just feel like it was never given it should have been given a long fucking feud that but you know what Vince is fucking like <laughs> um, we see Randy Orton he's trying to get Maven to join Evolution as it is time for our next match Edge and Christian teaming back together for a long time uh, with Tyson Tonko obviously going up against Chris Benoit and Shelton Benjamin what did you make Michael? this was a decent tag a very decent tag uh, you know four former tag team champions they should know how to work a tag match. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the faces get a victory. Benoit with the headbutt and the crossface. Uh, just short 30 ring. minutes. Uh, so they gave it a lot of time as well, but it was all about after the match. The reunion is very short-lived as Edge snaps, turns on Christian and batters him just to like piss everyone off that little bit more that thought maybe this could be the comeback. Yeah, just final nail in the coffin. Uh, up next, Michael. This is all over you. All over to you. Uh, lingerie pillow fight. Stacey versus Christy Hemi. How can you uh, tell? Because it's poor music, red carpet, and bedding ring. Were you annoyed that it lasted like less than a minute, though? Not really. It's... Would you not wanted more out of your lingerie pillow fight? I got a good solid 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> Instant classics. Blood feud. <laughs> um, so we go backstage. And Batista and Triple H, they're basically setting Maven up, bless his heart. If Maven fucking joins Evolution, we're going to fuck him up. Uh, like, so good thing that Maven's obviously not sat in his lock, in his dressing room watching Monday Night Raw like any general manager would to see what's going on. Mm. Hmm. Fucking wrestling. <laughs> fucking wrestling. 
What, are you, what is it like? Uh, we see Mohammed Hassan. Uh, he's going to lead a revolt against America and he wants you to join. I'm Dan. Come on, Mohammed. USA, go away. <laughs> and it is time, Michael, for your main event. It is Maven versus Triple H in an absolute overbooked fucking mess. Alan comes out first. And usually when Alan comes out first, he loses. There's a cover! It was Big There's It's over! It was Big Oh my God, my heart stopped. Maven inches away again. Hey, 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 look at that. Wait a minute. Ed just, where the hell Ed's come from? He just nailed Big Wall. Ed's in the... Oh my God, Ed! Ed speared the referee! Jericho's still out here. Jericho's from me ejected. Jericho nearly edge. Benoit back in. Look at this. Benoit Jericho. Assaulting. Assaulting edge. Finally, here comes the cavalry of Batista. Batista's breaking down here in Indianapolis. And look, there's Nate. Nate is back on the scene. Good God, it looks like a, a car wreck. Player handling the, the world title back to Triple H. The referee is still down. Get, get back to the locker room, Triple H. Get out of there if you can. Oh, no, wait a minute. Triple H trying to stand. I think he's got a better idea. He's got a nail. Oh, wait a minute. Randy Orton. Randy Orton's out here. Poor nails player. Now, where's going? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Teddy Phillips. Look at this. Orton just hit the game in the face with a world title medal. Losing to Takamichinoku for the world title or Alan losing to Maven? Tough enough season, mate. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ma- Maven is your world champion, mate. I- I- I'm not having it. As much as, yeah, I'm a little bit, but I'm a lot biased. 
but I think it's more down to his theme music. If he had shit theme music, I probably would hate Moomin. Yeah, I wouldn't give two shits. <laughs> Um, it was quite sloppy. Maven, uh, it was sloppy bulldog for two. Triple H, he tried a pedigree, but Benoit distracted the ref. Jericho then bulldog Triple H. It was a lot of shenanigans, a lot of bollocks on the outside. Um, Jericho gets thrown out for interfering. Benoit gets thrown out for interfering. Batista comes out to help. Triple H grabs the belt, but Orton's there. He steals it away. There's still so much bollocks that went on. Um, RKO's Triple H. JR, he seemed to thought that was over, but it was only a two. And then Snitsky fucking appears, smashes Maven into a pedigree in just over 12, 13 minutes. Um, it was so overbooked. Even Edge running in spearing ref was, there was just too much. Everybody. For like everybody needs a payday in the main event. <laughs> well, I suppose it is the hangover from Survivor Series. So you've still got members of said teams who are still pissed off that their team didn't win. Uh, so they're going to fuck it up for Maven. So I understand that. But to have all of them, boom, all there, I just feel like there was too, too much. It was far too much. But yeah, unfortunately, Maven is not successful. It was smart of Ben Warren Jericho to be in there to try and help Maven win. So but it's their turn to oust. Yeah, because it, Maven would be an easier person to batter than Triple H in Evolution. Exactly. So, Michael, what did you make to our opening episode of Raw and how many Mavens? Fucking one. Be nice. Because it Maven was in the main event. It was rough. That, I think that, that's the thing. It was rough. Um, Maven is not a good it booker. Doesn't get, it doesn't get much better. <laughs> As it is time for some smack of the down. Please listen to me. I know it was The Undertaker who got his hand raised in victory this past Sunday night. But from my vantage point, Survivor Series was a moral victory for you. A moral victory for Heidenreich. I mean, did you see the look on The Undertaker's face when the match was over? The Undertaker was staring at you like he was looking into the eyes of his own demon. That's you. Heidenreich is The Undertaker's own personal demon. Look, I've known The Undertaker for many years. I've never seen him look at anybody that way. I never saw The Undertaker look at The Rock that way. I never saw The Undertaker look at Stone Cold Steve Austin that way. I never even saw The Undertaker look at Hollywood Hogan that way. Don't you see how huge this is? This is the biggest thing that could ever happen for you. And one day, we'll meet up with The Undertaker again. But for now, I need you to focus your energies on Charlie Haas. Because Charlie Haas oh. is... Yeah, go ahead. Talk to me. Am I strapped in yet? Yeah, I have you all strapped in. Why? Good. It is November the 18th, 2004 from Dayton, Ohio. John Cena makes his triumphant return. The, nice the champ is back. Uh, he says, Carlito, we're going to go face-to-face -face one day, son, and I'm going to take that title from you. The crowd are all over the doctor. Of course they are. He's returned from injury. Getting stabbed in the fucking kidney. Not just injury, mate. He's returned from near death. Exactly. Of course they're going to be He's like fucking, fucking Jesus. Uh, we see Al Snow. Um, he announces that Chris Naraki has been eliminated from Tough Enough. Um, After he asked, he asked him if he wants to quit. Uh, yeah, he's like, no, play. I don't want to quit. He's like, open his envelope. See you later, Chris. 
<laughs> Fair play though, the kid got fucked up, do you know what I mean? And he's, uh, he's, he were a brave showing, let's say. Um, we see the five remaining Tough Enough contestants and this week's competition is Capture the Flag. Uh, Al Snow, he introduces the obstacles, the Bashams. Uh, so it's basically, you've got to get past the Bashams to get to the flag. Not one of them achieves it. You can't throw Quite punches, point. but you can grab them pointless segment really I think uh, Ryback had a good goal he tried go, like, kind of going through them both Daniel Puder was over and um, this is why I firmly believe that this is a fixed tournament right? because Daniel Puder is over with the fans out of all of them and obviously he goes on to win it so not saying it's fixed Vince but hmm. but hmm. we were saying that Divas H were bollocks were fixed and the one they wanted to win didn't win Ah, but they thought you just fucking employed them all. Or do you as reckon... We'll, as we'll see over the next few weeks. I don't recall... Only people I remember seeing after this is Ryback and Miz. Yeah. And Mitch. That, and obviously Dan, Daniel Puder for a bit. Yeah, but he wins it, that's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they fuck gets battered at Rumble. <laughs> that's it, but like, with the, compared to the Divas, they knew enough to sign every fucking Diva apart from Twaithy and the Twins. I think near enough every single one uh, of them gets signed at some point. They do. Uh, in, the ne in the next fucking fortnight. Um, speaking of one of them, uh, Rey Mysterio, he walks backstage in Rob with Rob Van Dam and his new personal trainer, Michelle. This is uh, taking. Doing, doing a few stretches. Uh, so, yoga. So, Diva's Urge contestant, Ding, <laughs> making her debut. Um, Carly, oh, we see him. He bursts in on Theodore Long's office and he demands six weeks of healing time after he was injured at Survivor Series. Um, so long though he's not impressed holla holla player player it's going down so you're going to have your rematch Cena's going to buy you well he's got a doctor's note he's come prepared you've got to give him that he's got. He's prepared to give his doctor's note and medical I doctors. feel like I, I feel like Jesus wrote it <laughs> I feel like my son my son Carlito can't play today because he's got a pool there <laughs> signed signed Jesus <laughs> signed Carlito's mum <laughs> <laughs> Um, we see Paul Heyman, he's putting Heidenreich back in his straight jacket. Um, as it is time for Heidenreich versus Charlie Haas. Very right fucking, very weird. Uh, Heidenreich, um, he hits a shoulder breaker. He goes for the pin, but then fucking freaks out. He starts screaming, I didn't fail. I didn't fail. Goes into the crowd, gets counted out, and then curls up into a fetal position. So he fails. He gets counted out. <laughs> right. But wasn't this a guy that not like a month ago we were supposed to be saying that this is a guy who can destroy The Undertaker? Yep. Uh, and now he's a count out loss against Charlie Haas where he ends the segment by rolling up in a ball going, yeah. It's mm. just Vince knew about, knew about, knows about his uh, panic attack. So he's just telling to use that because it's Vince. Because wrestling. That's it. We, 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 had, we had the report of him backstage of punching himself in the head. And then, like, two weeks later... Starts punching him, himself like, in the head. Starts punching himself in the head. <laughs> Up next, non-title tag time. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Rob Van Dam versus Ken and Ren with Hiroko. Um, what did you make? Uh, Ray takes out Dupree, hits Suzuki with the 619. Van Dam comes off with a five-star. The faces win. Um, so that makes them more contenders then, yeah? Beat the champs, get a shot. Uh, Kurt Angle, he comes out to announce the Kurt Angle Invitation. He offers an open challenge to any young wrestler who wants to take him on. He said, if he loses, he'll give the young man his gold medals. Um, up first, it's Dean Fisk. Um, Kurt wins. <laughs> yeah. I thought, <laughs> what more can he, you say? Cutting his purple, I was thinking, oh, we're going to see something like we saw with Cena then. And then this kid comes out and it's like, yeah. he's got some tig old biddies on him. Mm, not going to happen. <laughs> 
No, that's that's the thing. It's uh, the minute you see the first opponent, you're like, hmm, is this where it goes from here? Then I've, I'm not, I'm not putting too much fucking hope. Going down the invitational is going to be amazing. Yeah, um, Michael Diva Search contestant number two, ding, Amy Weber. Uh, she's taking Joy a position on, J- on JBL staff. Um, so yeah, that's two. The Diva Search contestants are running wild. So yeah, we could hire them all anyway. So what was the fucking point of the Diva Search bollocks? That's it. Um, JBL, he comes out and he compares himself to Michael Jordan and says how he overshadowed Larry Bird and Isaiah Thomas. He says, it's the same with me. I overshadow Booker T, The Undertaker, Eddie Guerrero. And guess who this brings out? Booker T, Eddie Guerrero and The Undertaker. And it was a great segment to end because JBL fucking shit himself when The Undertaker was looking at him. Yep. His soul's been shit scared so well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I hate saying um, it, but JBL's really, really good in this role. What did you think to uh, Booker T calling OJ a houseboy again? Is Booker... He's a Virgil. <laughs> he is a... Now, do you know, I think I can Virgil would batter OJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd batter him, though he's smacking me his dick. <laughs> um... Teddy Long, he comes out and he announces at Armageddon it's going to be a fatal four-way for Bradshaw's title, Undertaker, Eddie Guerrero and Booker T. But Booker should technically get a rematch because, I mean, Taker did. Eddie did. Where, uh, yeah. I, it's one of Fair them rematch. things, isn't it? It's one of them things where you want to kind of keep elevating the four people in your main event. So if, if one was to go for the title, what would you do with the others unless you haven't feud together? But to be fair, I wouldn't mind seeing Booker T versus JBL and then Eddie versus Taker one-on-one in like a number one contender. I'd have loved to have seen Eddie and Taker one-on-one. Yeah, that would have been, that'd have been cool. Especially Eddie with his fucking mind games and that, get right inside mm. Undertaker's head. I think it would have been brilliant. But hey-ho. After this, why, not, why, they, why they didn't do that after this, I don't know. Well, because wrestling... This this could have been a great feud going into like oh 100%, 100%, 100%. Michael, Diva Search contestant number three, ding, as Joe Giovanni. Uh, she's helping Carlito get ready for his title defence. I told you she'll be next. That's it, as it is US title time main event, Carlito versus John Cena. Carlito with Jesus. Uh, Jesus, he tries to attack with a chair. Cena takes him out of a spear. Um, he smacks Carlito's injured shoulder with the chair, uh, which was a nasty shot, to mm. be fair. Uh, Cena, he rolls Carlito back in the ring, uh, spits Carlito's own apple at him, finishes him with the FU, and your new champion to send the fans home happy, because they were ecstatic. John Cena. And 
Nick Patrick can't even find the title after he counts to three. He's like, where's the belt? Because he knew that Jesus was going to get involved. Because Jesus, after the match, he attacks Cena, punches him in the kidneys. Uh, obviously, Cena's still got them poorly stab wounds. So he's going to be pissing uh, blood for a while then. Absolutely. As uh, SmackDown goes off the air with Jesus standing tall. Yeah, so Cena regains the title, but Carlito keeps the chain. What's really at stake? Jesus on a pole. Got to be, on it? Got to be. But it, it, obviously it's going to be Jesus versus Cena going forward. Fuck me. So Not one really, of Cena's. They really had to put Carlito over as the injured. They couldn't give him any fight at all. Super Cena, that's what it is. So what did you make them to smack up the down? How many Mavens? Well, 1.5. It was better than Raw, I thought. But it weren't great. I'd say they were on par. I think it's just another one. It was all right. Do you know what I mean? It didn't offend me, but mm, it's not enjoyable. Certainly not. It's like, I can't wait till next week. There's nothing. Uh, the only thing kind of that Raw's got going for it is, oh, let's see what the next GM's going to do. Yeah. But but SmackDown, there's definitely no, oh, I can't wait to tune in next week. See what Wright's going to do again. <laughs> see if he batters himself. <laughs> Moving on then, Monday Night Raw, November the 22nd. We are in the HSBC Arena in Buffalo, New York. Uh, we open up, Michael, with quite a weird segment. Uh, we're in the locker room with Shelton getting ready for his match with sexy Trish coming in, all nose, face, fucked up, or everything's all smashed up, but she's got a towel on, and it's that, some of the worst acting you've it, it, ever that's seen. That's some Pornhub Award caliber acting right there. Uh, it's terrible. She, she looks at Shelton Benjamin, and she goes, where are you going looking all pretty? Um, he's in his wrestling gear, he's got his IC belt in his hand, where do you think he's, he's going? To, he's off to fucking supermarket, Trish. <laughs> and then Vince walks in. Um, it gets all a bit fucking weird and Vince is like googly-eyed at Trish Stratus because it's a woman in a towel. He says it's scandalous because the, the moral fabric of America is being pulled apart by the sexual and racial overtones and Shelton goes, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, Shelton, I don't know... I, don't know if you're aware, pal, but you're African-American. And what's worse is African-Americans are incredibly attracted to Canadians with broken noses. Yeah, this made no, absolute no sense to me. It was like a fever dream of some bollocks. <laughs> Vince goes on a rant about how this isn't the NFL or the NBA where such actions could send Shelton into the audience in a violent rage. Shelton, he tells Vince to lighten up and the towel comes down as the Monday night football theme plays. Now, like you said, Michael, didn't make any sense. For me, didn't make any sense until I went on the internet. And basically, um, in 2004, there was a Desperate Housewives vignette that aired before a Monday night football game. It featured Nicola, I might not say this right, Nicolette Sheridan and Terrell Owens doing exact, exactly the same thing. So proper put on and fake and sexy. But it was treated as the biggest disgrace in the history of television. With loads of people freaking out over a woman in a towel. Um, well, it was more her dropping the towel uh, than it was, was anything else before. And that's why you got the Monday Night Football theme played as Vince. He turned to the camera. Are you ready for some rah? <laughs> Trish. What are you doing here? Oh, me? I was just taking a long, hot shower. And where are you off to? Looking so pretty. 
Monday night, Raw, I got a six-man tag match. William and Eugene need me. What, what about my needs? What about Trish? Oh, sugar. Don't worry. You'll find somebody else. I mean, you are the biggest slut on Raw. <laughs> You're so uptight. You need to loosen up. And I know just how. What the hell is going on here? A woman in a towel. I mean, this is unconscionable. This, this is scandalous. I, I can see the, the moral fabric of, of America disintegrating right before my very eyes. The sexual overtones are the racial overtones. Excuse me? Oh, Sheldon, you may not realize this, but you're an African-American. And everybody knows that African-Americans are attracted to Canadian white women with broken noses. Now, I'm sorry, but the FCC is not going to tolerate this, and neither will I. I mean, I'm not going to have a locker room full of miscreants and deviants. This is the WWE. This is not the NFL. And it damn sure is not the NBA. Because it's this kind of sexual titillation that will send you and other professional wrestlers up into the stands to, to attack the audience. And if that were to happen, that would be the downfall of civilization as we know it. You know what? You really need to lighten up. Now, I have a board of directors to answer to. Someone has to uphold the, the, the virtue of... Is he gone? Yep. <laughs> Ready for some wrestling? See, I, I still didn't get why they did it there. Because it's controversy, isn't it? Controversy because it was controversial. Because it's pub, it's fucking pop culture, Michael. With it, Kevin. What's the first <laughs> W in WWE stand for? Don't um, say walk. <laughs> World. Exactly. Rest of the world don't give a shit about American football. <laughs> like I said, it's not more about American football, it's about the controversy that a bird dropped a towel before the American football started. Because America. <laughs> anyway, Michael, we see general manager for the night, Chris Benoit. Um, he loves the idea of more wrestling and more wrestling and more wrestling. And he wants to simplify things tonight. Submission matches galore. <laughs> There's a contract on his door, and anyone who wants a match, they just have to sign up. So tonight we've got Maven versus Snitsky, Batista versus Jericho, Trish versus Lita and Molly Holly in a triple threat for the women's title, and Jonathan Coachman against Jim Ross. Uh, but we need a main event though, and as luck would have it, there's a steel cage above the ring. So Chris Benoit says tonight for the world title, it's me versus Game. Hey, Maven did it. Why not? But what's he got against Maven? But we got fucking Snitsky for. Maybe Snitsky got there first and he asked for Maven. Maybe. Uh, Jericho and Batista need, still need to finish their little bullets off. Yeah. I, f I feel like I feel like they've not signed up here. I feel like Benoit's looked at recent storyline and thought we need to keep this shit moving. 
Or we need to finish it. <laughs> Our opening contest, Maven versus Snitsky. Snitsky gets the victory of the pump handle slam, so Maven, back to the mid-card you go. Yeah, fucking Snitsky's bloodshot eyes as well. Did Batted you notice? Him. Batted it. He's been smoking a joint with Van Damme. That's what he's been doing. Um, we see Triple H, he's shitting himself about the cage match, but Batista says that he's got his back. Uh, it, he says it don't work that well, though, because Batista, you've been fucking up all time at minute. <laughs> so you're not really the greatest of allies. Uh, Flair, he tries to calm things down, but Triple H says the point of this team is to keep the title on Triple H. Uh, Hunter, he bets that Batista is losing tonight. Um, they separate and things, they're not looking hmm, tag team to Ascension, Michael, I think. It sounds that way, but then again, you know, it is to keep the world title on Triple H, but that world title sure is pretty. Yeah, that's the thing. Batista likes the look of it. We see Stacey Keebler. She comes out to fire t-shirts into the crowd. She pulls out a copy of the Rise and Fall of ECW and that brings out Simon Dean to interrupt. Yeah, that I mean, was... of all people to plug ECW. Stacey yeah, Keebler of WCW fame. Simon Dean comes out. Like Simon Dean will probably be on this DVD. But it's never referenced as Nova. I know, this is the thing. It just does to an outsider, you're like, oh yeah, an ECW guy with ECW. Oh no, you're not referenced. Oh no, it's not. It's, oh, he's here to sell his ICO, bro. Sell his cookie. Anyone want to buy a bag of sniff? Uh, Thomas Sniff. He, he says that women like Stacey are interested in men like him because he's actually in shape. Stacey says no because he looks in the mirror more than she does, which doesn't sit well with him. Uh, threats are made and here comes the hurricane. He gets beat down, but here comes Rosie to sort it out. So, yeah, Rosie versus Simon Dean going forward then. Just, just sit on him. Mm. It's not going to be a 20-minute classic, is it? Just, just knock him down and sit on him, Rosie. Michael, more not divas that weren't on the diva search. Fast-tracked. Fast track Well, Candice was. Oh, yeah, and, uh, well, Melina certainly wasn't. No, she's brand new. Uh, I thought it was about... when she was with Eminem that she first appeared. The same, exactly the same. Um, they're in the back talking about our big Batista dickies um, when uh, Ric Flair comes up. Maybe later, ladies, it's like, they're not here for you, Flair. They're here for Batista. Uh, Batista and Flair, they're ranting. Batista says he can beat Jericho. He's going to prove it tonight. Um... Up next, Batista versus Jericho. Guess what? Batista can't win uh, because he gets Jericho into the tree of woe. Chokes fuck out of him. DQ. So yours, Alan, 100 bucks. So post-match, Batista lays Jericho out. Uh, we go to the back and Triple H is pissing himself. Well, he bet him 100 bucks. He's like, do you want to pay now or later? Absolutely fucking loving it. Batista's going to kick fuck out of Triple H. I can see it coming. I really can. It's uh, a ticking time bomb. Uh, he, well, as Triple H calls him, he's um, he's got a million dollar body and a ten cent brain. Uh, Triple H, he says, if he needs to find a replacement, he'll have no problems getting one. Uh, Flair, he's sent to talk to a livid Batista, but he tells Triple H to fuck off. <sighs> Batista's coming for you. He's cutting when he gets you. He's gonna fucking hammer you. Flair ain't getting it way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go backstage to Edge. And he's looking at clips of himself attacking Christian last week while shouting that it wasn't his fault. Oh, he's doing the hide and right gimmick. Uh, he's a lone wolf now. Oh, no, he's not. He's doing Baron Corbin's gimmick. Uh, he deserves a shot at the world title, but Benoit is getting his own shot. Everybody knows he earned a shot, so let's take a poll of people in the back about whether Edge should get a shot. Christiane, she says no, so Edge tells her to apologise in the mirror every morning. 
A production, a production guy, he says no, because he voted for Shawn Michaels. Edge is about to kill him, but here's Benoit to break it up, and Edge just storms off. Edge is a loose fucking cannon, lone wolf. He's a fucking idiot, that crew guy. <laughs> you see this pissed off, you're not just going to say, I didn't vote for you, I voted for Shawn Michaels. <laughs> up next, Michael, it is Jonathan Coachman versus J.R. Rhino. Um, so yes the joke carries on Benoit brings out his old old Smackdown tag team pal um, Jim Rhino who remember they were last time we saw them together they hated each other oh absolutely ripping shreds out of each other uh, so it's Jonathan Coachman versus Rhino Rhino gets the win with the gore in about 10, 20, 30 seconds or something I don't know but yeah what next who come on then who we got next who for next week yeah J.R. Rikisha <laughs> no. Uh, JR Rosie. JR the Rock. <laughs> uh, can I lose on Raw? <laughs> JR. J La Resistance. Yeah, they're coaches, know. boys. Well, yeah. Up next, Michael. Trish Stratus versus Lita versus Molly Holly for the women's title. Um, I actually, I actually thought, hey, hey, let's not get carried away. Uh, I actually thought that we may have a new champion here. I did. I just, I just I had a feeling. Well, they were going to take the loss from Lita. Mm. Uh, but no, Trish gets the victory, and after Lita hits the DDT on Molly, but Trish makes her own save, steals the pin to retain. Uh, after the match, yeah, uh, I Lita thought Trish was just going to lose and then take time off. Uh, yeah, and actually heal the face. Yeah. Uh, but after the match, Lita she chokes Trish out and grabs the mask again. Uh, so Lita versus Trish double rolls turn. on rolls on to another week in a double turn attacking the champ after the match that's just a heel tactic if I ever saw one is it though is it though faces can get away with it if they're doing it onto a heel if a face was doing it onto a face then maybe but I feel like I feel like unless the, the heel was getting love as well where I don't know do people still love Trish even though she's a cunt I do she, I felt yeah, for obvious reasons, but she like she doesn't get booed that that heavily, does she? Not really, no. Mm. She gets cheap, so the, she goes for the cheap heat, like the yeah. insult and the audience cheat. Uh, we go backstage. Uh, more Flair Batista Triple H shenanigans as Flair's trying to calm Batista down. He's getting his arm wrapped up, saying everyone's going through something like this, and Triple H, I'm gonna fucking get you. And it was it was quite funny. Um, Batista, he said, I'm tired of waiting my turn. Flair said, I've been tired for 32 years. Apologise. <laughs> he says, I don't, I don't want to turn it to another Orton situation. Uh, Batista says, he won't regret it. And I was like, oh, there. It's all kicking off in evolution. And then we got a very weird Shelton Benjamin vignette. About yeah, drugs and like violence. Remember. And his, his actual man. Um... It's weird. It's very much like if they were hyping the return of Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Not the not... sort of video you'd play to get sympathy for your current IC champion. Who's on TV every week. Mm. Some of the worst things happen in places you just don't expect them. Orangeburg was just a small country town. Anyone passed through, you know, they'd never think that some of the things that went on here was going on. The area that Shelton grew up in and the surrounding areas was a pretty rough area. We grew up in a single-parent home. This is actually where I lived most of my high school years. Right across the street here, there are two clubs. And basically, as I went to sleep, I was 
lullabied by gunfire. Cow, 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 before I went to sleep. When I was growing up, the local drug dealer was more popular than the guy who made it off to college. There's a lot of rough characters that hang out in this place. I used to be one of them. He was going from the eighth grade to the ninth grade, and he got into some trouble at school. Those were the years where I got into the most fights. I ran the hardest with the rough crowd. I went through a phase when I was a shoplifter. When I was in the eighth grade, I carried a gun to school. I had gotten in a few fights with these guys, and they hired a crackhead to jump me after school. But I found out about it. My mom had a little 22, so every morning I'd slip it out. I never had to use it. At the time, it seemed like the only option I had. So I, I just said, I'll just protect myself. Unfortunately, you know, I ended up getting expelled from school. I'm not real proud of that. But at the same time, it was a grim reality of what I was dealing with at the time. I just, I found it very, very, very strange. Uh, we found out Shelton got into trouble when he was at high school. Uh, he was even a shoplifter who carried a gun. Uh, he got expelled. He's not proud of it. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was fucking weird. Random placement. Random placement. Yeah, I should have saved this for if he ever has to take time off. Go away again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, up next is Shelton Benjamin in action with William Regal and Eugene against the Bellends and Christian. So Christian's um, not finished with Shelton then. Absolutely not. Um, Eugene he stuns Conway into the Exploder to give Benjamin the victory. Uh, and to celebrate, Eugene brings all them kids into the thing again for a little dance. Because that's the new thing we do now. <laughs> that's the new celebration. Come on, kids. <laughs> dance with the special come guy. With, come into the ring with the, with the two sweaty old men. <laughs> the one that's pretending to be a retard. <laughs> well... We see more Mohammed, Hassan and Davari as they complain about travel and they threaten to beat respect into any American who stands in their way. He looks so confused when Davari was speaking. <laughs> like he has no idea what he's saying. <laughs> no idea what he's saying. Not a clue. Davari could be saying any old bullshit. <laughs> as the cage is lowered, Michael, for your main event, it is Triple H versus Chris Benoit for the World Heavyweight title. But wait. Backstage. We are backstage. Uh, Ric Flair is freaking out at Batista. If it looks like he's attacked Triple H. Uh, Benoit runs to the back. Flair keeps blaming Batista. The doctors want an ambulance, but Benoit comes in and says he'll drag Triple H's unconscious body to the ring, even if he has to. I'm like, that's a bit grim, Benoit. Poor well, man might be fucked here. Yeah, someone should have probably you know, spoken to him <laughs> after the show. Uh, Edge, he laughs at Benoit for losing the title shot. So Benoit says, Edge, you can take Triple H's place. So it is Chris Benoit versus Edge in an impromptu cage match. Well, we've got a cage. Why why not put it to use? Why waste it? But no, it was a decent match. I mean, always fun to see a cage match. But the door stipulation, again, why do they still have it? Um, Benoit gets the victory um, Edge messes up again cost himself the, the win uh, because his rage is taking over um, Batista he tells Flair that he's going to the ring and he wants to see Triple H out there Flair needs to decide whose side he's on uh, so Batista is in the ring and he says he's not coming for the title just yet because he wants Triple H man to man basically it's a big fucking ruse and if, if, well done I'm smarter than you well done, genius we, uh, we paid off the doctor. Triple H said it was worth every penny. Hunter uh, says he wasn't going to fight in a cage match because, Bati uh, because Benoit was running the show. He explains the entire play. 
Um, it gives the MVP award to Batista. Um, Oscar worthy, he says. Even though it's TV, so that'd be an Emmy or yeah. like a, a BAFTA. <laughs> um, well, yeah, Evolution and Michael, it looks like they are still oh, together. Still together, all pals, all pals. But yeah, but he's comes, a should have beat Jericho. Here comes Randy Orton. Uh, he says, I'm in charge next week. Uh, that doesn't scare Triple H though because Orton can't get a title match. Orton though, two op- I've got two options for you, Hunter. We face off one-on-one next week and if I win, the stipulation is dropped. Hunter uh, though, he cuts him off before the second option and said, no, no. So Orton, Orton goes with option two. Triple H must defend his title in a battle royal and the entire roster come out the stage and Triple H fucking shits himself as Raw goes off the air. And they say it's company-wide, so does that mean we're going to get Smackdown guys as well? Who's going to win? Steve Richards. Triple H, obviously. Triple H is going to win. Of course he is. What did you make to Monday Night Raw and how many mavens? Uh, I give this a 1.5. It was a better show than last week. Cage match was match at night for me uh yeah i'd say so i think edges apart from making edge look making like an idiot yeah but that's that's the whole gimmick isn't it the whole gimmick is he's making himself look like an idiot and um he's, he's fucking up time and time and time again and it's his own problem and to the point where he's gonna fucking explode and everyone's getting it and edge is gonna get the world title i can't wait i can't wait are you ready michael for some more smack of the down I am. It is November the 25th. We are not live from the Blue Cross Arena in Rochester, New York. So we're staying in New York then? We are. Looks like it. Uh, Vince narrates a video thanking the troops as our opening segment of Joe Giovanni. Uh, She's setting the Thanksgiving table. Serving something up. Happens to be uh, leaning over a little bit. Uh, But here's Tony Wilson tonight's ring announce. They fucking love dragging this cunt out for ring announcing. She wishes up. Wishes us a happy Thanksgiving and hopes we save room for dessert as tonight's dessert is smack of the down. Hey, I'm um, thankful for Tori Wilson. Ish. I, I like her on like Diva Search and shit like that. Not actually coming out and because she's not great on the microphone. Oh, she's, no, I don't need to listen to. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not the easiest. It's not the easiest. She introduced our opening contest. It is Rey Mysterio versus Rene Dupree uh, with Kenzo and Rob Van Dam barred from ringside. Uh, Ray gets the victory with the springboard leg drop. Um, wasn't anything sparkling. It was what no. you'd expect. It's it's this few. Only it's... interesting thing was the Fifi kept trying to eat the flag. <laughs> Fifi, watch Michael. What did you make? I said she she was trying to keep eating the flag, which I thought was hilarious. That was the most interesting part of the match. And Ren Shiner, where's that come from? <laughs> Uh, we're in the back. Uh, Hiroko explains Thanksgiving to Kenzo. Uh, he's too busy though, pawning over Tori Wilson. Hiroko gets to the point and leaves in a huff, so it looks like marriage dissension. Yeah, I thought I thought her reaction was a bit off there. I mean, she wouldn't just turn TV off and storm off. She'd probably throw <laughs> dinner against Wall and all. <laughs> um, here comes Al Snow with the tough enough competitors. Um, Ryan Reeves, he has two broken ribs, but he says he's not quitting. Feed me more, he says, Michael. Feed me more. This week's elimination is Daniel Rodimer. Goodbye, God bless. And he's um, the one who goes on to like politics and shit. Yeah, he, he bounces around development for a long time as like Stephanie's projects, but it never works out. And yeah, he leaves wrestling and goes on to be yeah politics. It's a tall guy, <laughs> long blonde hair. Hmm. <laughs> Tonight it's arm wrestling. Uh, 
Miz, he's got to compete right-handed to make it even less fair. Yeah, that's not fair. Uh, Pewder, he beats Miz in a second or two. They should Miz, have a rematch, just to make it fair. Ryback, he beats Smith. Um, he took a lot of effort, though. Uh, and after Smith and Miz give their predictions, Pewder actually beats Ryback. Uh, without much trouble as well. Like, mm, squashes him. Worked, mate. That was a worked arm wrestle, I'm telling you now, to make Daniel Pewder look That's strong. why him and Miz didn't have a rematch. Fucking telling you. Telling you, mate. It's bullshit, is this competition. It's more bullshit than Diva Search. We see Eddie Guerrero and Booker T. They're ready for their tag match tonight against JBL and OJ. Uh, Amy Webber, she comes in and offers her services as an image consultant, uh, which manages to drive a bit of a wedge uh, between them over who'll be winning the upcoming title match. Face, face dissension. Yeah, they're not, they're not a tag team, are they? Just their tag team tonight. Booker, he talks about Eddie already getting his rematch, but Eddie explains why it's, why those weren't fair. Uh, Eddie talks about Booker being a five-time WCW champion and turns it into an argument over family. Amy breaks it up, saying they're forgetting about I, The Undertaker. Eddie says he doesn't forget anything and he leaves all in a huff. I loved Eddie's shot at the WCW title being less important than the belt that's currently going. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and then we get a transition, Michael, to get like a CGI version of JBL's entrance. Uh, JBL is a turkey in the limo. It's very strange. It's very fucking Freakly weird. The hell, what the hell was that about? Just nah, I'm not sure. Thanksgiving, uh, innit? Uh, we recap John Cena winning the US belt last week and getting attacked by Jesus. Uh, his kidney, though, we hear, Michael, is messed up pretty bad. So he's going to be on dialysis, which is uh, going to take longer than 30 <laughs> days to clear. And have to drop that belt, innit? Exactly. Again. Uh, Carlito and Jesus they brag about the injury with Carlito saying Jesus took care of Cena uh, they still have the chain that injured the kidney last week uh, which says was like a drive-by not really a drive-by is it <laughs> no car involved I don't think it works that way yeah I don't think it works that way um, Jesus he says he showed Cena what it was like to be from the streets and if Cena ever comes back he'll do it again anywhere Cena wants and then Carlito spits apple at the camera it, Jesus just sounds far too friendly <laughs> he's nice in it yeah it don't sound tough at all it's, friendly stabbing like trying to give it all threatening stuff and I'm just thinking I'm just laughing at him <laughs> you just want to give him a cuddle oh Jesus come here pal it's alright we know you're not really it's like, who hurt you who hurt you <laughs> stab this doll where they hurt you um RBD and Rob Van Dam, they alternate between Spanish and English about uh, Rob versus Suzuki to cut off the segment as it comes to Rob Van Dam versus Kenzo Suzuki, um, which again, it's, it's, they do this all the time, all the time. If tag team feud, signals match next week and then tag team match maybe the week after for the titles. That's, I can say exactly how this is going. Exactly how this is going. Um, Kenzo uses a choke uh, on Van Damme for the DQ. After the match, Hiroki, she goes after Tori and we get a cat fight with Kenzo breaking it up and gyrating in front of Tori and then Van Damme just kicked him in the face. The, what, there was no need to involve the women in this. Because Davis, Michael, boobs. But they could just as easily have a normal contest for tag titles without involving two non-wrestlers. Yeah, but obviously, going forward, it adds an additional match for Armageddon, doesn't it? Yeah, don't remind me. Hiroki versus Tori Wilson in a lingerie 60-minute Iron Man pillow fight. On a pole. Can't fucking wait. Um, we see Joy Giovanni as she puts all the food in the ring with Josh Matthews hosting tonight's Thanksgiving Big Show celebration. 
Um, Show's happy to celebrate his favourite holiday and he's glad to celebrate with the greatest announced team of all time. Uh, well, if this would be Monday Night Raw and JR and Jerry Lawler were here. But Monsoon's <laughs> dead and Heenan's retired. Uh, well, I felt like this was very unscripted from the big show. I feel like they just told him to go out there and have a bit of fun. So it felt very natural, very natural. Um, but uh, Monsoon so, and Heenan were the best, greatest announced oh, team. Absolutely, totally agree, totally agree. Uh, show he plugs the rise and fall of ECW DVD uh, before asking Taz not to have a flashback and suplex him through the pumpkin pie. All the fans <laughs> going ECW and Show goes, you should buy the DVD. It's that fucking day. I've been plugging this DVD hard. Like, hard. Um, yeah, I've not heard Taz plug it yet. The guy is on commentary, he's talking to the audience, watching at home. No, because you, you don't need to know that. <laughs> Vince is raging that Big Show's just brought up ECW. Um, show, he talks about eating a bunch of food when he was a kid, to the point where his dad put a lock on the fridge. And then one Thanksgiving, his sister brought his boyfriend over. That wasn't working for Show, so he waited until no one was looking, knocked him out with a turkey, tied him up and threw him into the neighbour's yard. He just told his sister that he went home, so she went after him, meaning more food for Big Show. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't nice of Andre. <laughs> Putting a f- lock on the fridge. <laughs> um, everyone goes to eat, but here comes the big dog. Uh, Reigns, he talks about never having Thanksgiving because he was always locked up. Uh, Reigns gets in the ring and makes Joy put him some food together, earning himself a pie to the face. Uh, Show sends him into the food. Reigns bails, leaving everyone else to get into a massive food fight. Um, Joy, she pies Big Show to make things even. Um, it was one of them that you'd imagine being the last segment of a show not mid-show yeah, messing up the entire ring for a bit of for a bit of fun yeah that's all it seemed me to be it was enjoyable fun. like I said I, I found Big Show very very funny he come off very humorous like I said that's why I think it was a, I don't believe it was scripted if it was Big Show delivered his lines fucking with perfection um, but yeah I just felt like it would have been something that you would have had at the end of a show not us or having it going on backstage during the show, not in the fucking ring. Yeah, this could have been easily been in the backstage. Yeah, like definitely. they did a few years ago when Kevin Owens got the pie in the face. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, here comes Kurt Angle, armed with security. Um, he's thankful for this holiday, but not as thankful as the fans for starting the Kurt Angle invitation. Uh, the security, they hold up the gold medal as tonight's opponent is Cody Steele. Do you recognise who that is? Nope. If I said he's from Impact? Nope. Oh, Kenny Omega? No. No. Imagine him with a beard. Okay, And shave his hair. Nope. Dina. Oh, is it? Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, you've shown me that guy. All right, so at least he goes on. Hey, this is it. This is where it all started for Dina. But he remembers remembers getting battered by Kurt Angle in about three minutes. Um, ankle lock, fast tap. Uh, angle gets in a little more ankle lock for uh, at the end, but yeah, I don't understand where this is going. If this is if it's going to be a returning superstar or a brand new superstar that's come from development or or something, then I can it see. Should build but the to minute, a new debut. Well, two two out of two, they've just been stu- two stupid jobbers. Exactly, that's why they need to do uh, one who is a new up and coming guy. They want to push. Absolutely, absolutely. Or um, big debut. The remaining tough enough participants, they get 20 seconds each to tell us what they're thankful for. Uh, Miz is glad to be here for the Misfits who vote for him and not being Daniel Puder. Uh, Ryback, he's thankful for food and family, feed me more. 
Uh, he does a survey asking what people are here to see. Who's he think he's Scott fucking all? Uh, and Snow, he has to take the mic away from him for taking too long. Uh, Justice, he thanks God they are boring. Uh, Daniel Puder, he goes on about the same thing as Smith while promising to win. Um, his three favourite words are snap, crackle and pop, so he's obviously a serial fan. Uh, and he'll show us what that means soon. Um, yeah, what the fuck is it's going gonna, on? He's going to be the Rice Krispie. Oh, mate, that's what they're going to call him, Rice Krispie Daniel Puder. Um, we look back at Hyde and Reich breaking down last week. Uh, Paul Heyman, he talks about Hyde and Reich being under the clock supervision and on medication. He knows a different side of Heidenreich, who is a very sensitive man. Uh, Heyman actually bows his head in prayer for him, uh, which this is taking a weird turn. Yeah, that's kind of baby face for Paul. Taking Not... a weird, a weird, weird little turn is this. Uh, what is so, his best work? So he's now praying to the god of Heidenreich? Or is he praying to a higher power? Oh, there you go. Maybe. Is this Heidenreich? It's all this. This is a secret higher power controlling Heidenreich. Uh, we see Jackie Gadia and Michelle McTaker. Uh, they're stretching while Charlie Haas comes in. It's like having a mother's meeting. The thing is, Charlie Haas, right? She knows that Charlie has had, had form with Dawn Marie. She needs to get out knocking about with hot blonde women. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stop it. Because Charlie's Dor having a good gander. That's it. it should, because obviously he had the thing with Dawn Marie. Well, he didn't really want Dombry, he likes his blondes. And now she's jumping, Tory Wilson's knocking about, and now we've got Michelle McCall knocking about. You need to be watching your man, Jackie. Uh, Michelle leaves, and Charlie likes Jackie's pilgrim outfit. Uh, Jackie's ready to rip Dombry's costume off, and then the head's coming off with it. As yeah, it is Charlie time. just stops listening as soon as she says rip Dombry's outfit, <laughs> outfit off. <laughs> uh, so it's time for Dombry versus Jackie Gadia, Indian versus pilgrim, catfight. Um, I think this lasted about 20 seconds. Yeah. Good for Charles Robinson, you know, getting underneath him. It's always the spot. Well, uh, I think it was, it was it Chad, Chad Patton, I think they called him. He used to fucking love that spot. He's yep. like, you roll all over me. I fucking love it. <laughs> uh, Post-match, uh, Charlie tries to break up the cat fight and he pulls Dawn off. Um, I don't, where's, this has been going on for a while, this feud now. Yeah, it's got to where, end where does it where does it end does it end with charlie actually leaving jackie and going with dawn i don't remember it's, it's, it's fucking hollyoaks bullshit <laughs> <laughs> up next booker t versus eddie guerrero versus jbl and the juice um what did you make it's just standard ma tag match with jbl did Un do anything until the end yes that was it it was all about the end because the cabinet michael has just grown a couple of members doug and danny basham help help out jbl uh clothesline from hell finishes eddie uh, undertaker comes out towards the end of the match uh, after the match sorry to crush jbl leaving the Bash bashams as an afterthought um yeah so bashams oj and jbl now that's a stable at least it gives basham something to do and gives them a decent spot on the show they're in the main event now, aren't they? Do you know exactly. I mean? They're in the main event scene. Booker T battling each other outside the ring here. The fight on the outside between Booker and Orlando. Booker T with a right. Booker T, who the hell? What the hell? Oh, what the hell? What the hell is that? That's a fan just struck Booker T. That, that, that's Danny Basham. Danny Basham? What the hell is he doing out here? Danny Basham? Eddie hasn't seen any of this. I don't think the referee has either. And Eddie Guerrero, wait a minute. Who the hell's that? Another fan. Not get Eddie off the top rope. 
Now that's how you propel a tag team. So we've now got a full faction on SmackDown and a third of a, a three quarters of a faction on main event of Raw. Oh, could you imagine Survivor Series a full Evolution versus a full cabinet? Oh, <laughs> I know oh, what he's on. But... What a match that would be! What I know what man he's on for a clean sweep. Uh, so what did you make then to smack off the down and how many mavens? I'm going to give that 1.5 as well. It was decent, but there wasn't much going on. It was a bit all over its shop. Mm, it was a special episode for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I would have to agree there. I'd have to agree. Um, it was... It, 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 it was shit. Right? It's, yeah. another, it's another one. It was shit. Last week's was shit. With, with all this, especially on... The thing is with Raw, right? The thing is with Raw is that Raw's not working for me purely because the big stipulation coming out of Survivor Series was Triple H might lose his title. And we're two weeks down now and it's we're not even close. He's still got it. No, we're close. And on SmackDown, there's, apart from the main event scene, there isn't that much else going on. You've got Angle... Potentially so building for a debut. You got Big Show having a food fight with Big Dog. You've got Divas fighting all over the place. There's two Diva feuds going on in SmackDown right now. Hiroki and Tori Wilson and Domery and Jackie. That's Dayton. more than Raw. <laughs> Raw's just Trish and Lita. And Molly. Sometimes Molly backs up Trish. Sometimes with Molly, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're... We're nearly halfway and it's, it's not been a great month. As we said, guys, it's been a hard watch. <laughs> it is. Right, Michael, are you ready for some more money? Nah, nah. Can you imagine the game space when he looks at the ring and sees all these people awaiting him? Knock it off! And awaiting what to, the game's going to bring to the ring. The uh No chance! Wait a minute, Mr. McMahon! Is he gonna be in this place? The chairman of the WWE! Mr. McMahon here live in Baltimore! Well, doesn't look like he's dressed to wrestle, so. Well, I know you're all expecting Triple H to walk out here any moment and defend the World Heavyweight Championship in the Battle Royal. But quite frankly, that's just not gonna happen. Not gonna happen? Now wait a minute, wait a minute, hear me out, hear me out, I'll explain why. Cause anyone can win a battle royal, that means anyone would be your world heavyweight champion. I mean, come on. Look at this array of talent in the ring as we speak. What if, what if someone like a a Stephen Richards were to win this battle royal. <laughs> Stephen Richards would then be your world heavyweight champion. So therefore, this is what we're going to do. We promised you a world heavyweight championship match. And therefore, we will deliver here tonight. I don't get it. Live, right here on Raw tonight. Live from Baltimore, Maryland, Triple H 
Triple H will defend the World Heavyweight Championship against the winner of tonight's Battle Royal, which begins right now. Ring the damn bell! It is November the 29th, 2004. We are in the first Marinette Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, our opening contest is the World Championship Battle Royal. Edge. And the only two people who get an entrance are Batista and Jericho. <laughs> because they started before the show went on the air. There's that much content. We've got to start before the live time. Uh, so we've got Edge, Snitsky, Flair, Stephen Richards, Tyson Tomko, Conway, Sylvan, Jonathan Coachman, Christian, Shelton, Viscera, Rhino, Eugene, Benoit, Maven, Tadgers, Rosie, Regal, Batista, Jericho, Val Venus, and your reigning defending world champion, Alan Titchmarsh. But it's not even for the world title, because before the match even starts, it's boss time. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot to Matt mention... Daddy. <laughs> forgot to mention um, yes yeah, so, uh, actually the, the stipulation is this it's for the number one contendership it's not for the world title but the winner gets the title shot that night because Vince McMahon is not fucking having it that Viscera or Val Venus or Stephen Richards or Stephen Richards could win the WWE championship uh, the world heavyweight championship so it was Edge and Benoit were your last two the double elimination Edge is pissed off uh, everyone's pissed off uh, I'm pissed off because I thought we were going to get a battle royal for the World Heavyweight Championship. I did. And why did they both jump off? It weren't a fall off, It was they both jumped off. Because they've got to both land at the same time. <laughs> and didn't have enough time to practice. It was just, this was practice for Rumble 05. <laughs> uh, Maven, are we seeing backstage and he's pissed off that he's not won anything in the last few weeks. Eugene comes in and asks for help putting his tag title on. That's too much for Maven though. Shelton Belge Benjamin has to get in between them. So Maven is now um, turning heel, turn. heel maybe. Uh, he says By picking on a special The kid. special guy. Uh, he says after four years of work, Maven does have anything and Eugene can't even spell title. Uh, Eugene spells title so Maven goes after him with William Regal breaking it up. Maven sits back down and it's like, oh Maven. Maven versus Eugene. That's, how you, that's where you go from Triple H to Snitsky to Eugene. Why not to Regal first? Oh, Regal could teach him a lot. Regal's like, I'm not wrestling that fucking kid. <laughs> Have you seen him? Apart from his dropkick, he's a bag of shit. <laughs> uh, we see Candice Michelle. She stops Orton to ask if her new dress is appropriate. Orton approves, but here's Benoit. Yeah, he's the master of eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Benoit to demand the title shot tonight. Uh, Benoit would win the title if he had the chance, so he wants his chance. Orton, he promises to fix things. Orton, he fixes things as he announces Regal and Eugene versus Larry's Estance for the tag titles and Jerry Lawler, the birthday boy, versus Ric Flair. Um, other than that, we can have a triple threat match with Benoit and Orton challenging Hunter for the title. It's not a bad main event. Not bad at all. But why Why was King already in his gear? Where he said, like, I'm going to go get ready. You're already in gear. King fucking knew. King fucking knew. Uh, so Coach, he takes his place in the announce booth. As our next match, it is Lita and Victoria. We've not seen her for a couple of weeks. Where's your lady with your bad self? Versus Molly, Holly and Trish Stratus. Uh, asleep as Trish in trouble, but Molly makes the save and sends Victoria outside. Molly gets knocked out as well and snap DDT to finish Trish Stratus. Um, standard generic divas. There's not much else to say about it. Yeah, it was, it was a match that happened. It was a match that happened, that was for sure. Uh, we I mean, see Victoria Mo and Molly don't even get an entrance. Yeah, because... 
fucker. It weren't even that one. Because <laughs> fuck you. We get more Mohammed Hassan and Daviri uh, clips of their previous rants. Um, it's got to be getting close now to them debuting. We're getting vignette after vignette after vignette. Uh, now we're getting. Now we've had a compilation vignette of all the vignettes they've done over the last few weeks. So it can't be that far away. Got to be before before New Year comes in. You'd like to think so. What is it now? The end of November. They can't have another four weeks of the vignettes. Surely not. Up next, Michael, a battle of the ages. Ric Flair versus Jerry Lawler, uh, billed as a Legends match. Their fourth uh, match together, ever. And I loved how JR brought up all title, all Lawler's uh, title accomplishments. Mm. Um, to a lot of them, like they don't know who Lawler is, but like to a lot of like WWE fans who also know Memphis wrestling, they realise that Jerry Lawler is probably one of the most accomplished like champions they've ever had on their roster. Well deserved in the Hall of Fame spot. Granted, he booked himself to win a lot of them. Which is, Wouldn't you? Again, we've said this before, fair fucks to him. I'd do the same. I'd do the the same. only way I'd win a world title. Um, what did you make? Uh, Ric Flair gets the victory with the figure four to make Lola Tapper. What did you make to our Legends match? It was pretty decent for two old guys. It was a, But it was decent. It was your uh, standard Flair match, standard Lola match. They, they got this bots in just to give mind fans what they can do. Could you could you see this going forward? Could you see a feud? Could you do you want more Jerry Lawler versus Brick Flair? Did this leave you wanting more? No, no, <laughs> not the best. It's not their best match together. By a long shot. We go backstage, Michael, and we find out Raw has signed a brand new diva in Melina. Yeah, I uh, still don't fucking remember anything about her before. I do not, Eminem. not at all. Uh, she hugs Randy Orton for giving her the chance. Obviously, Orton's now got the power to sign wrestlers to contracts. GM. That does that. But was she not already hired last week when she was there? Or was she just visiting? Did she come for interview? She fucking put her on TV. She was visiting. Did, did she come for interview last week? And now she's got a job. Uh, but we see Maria. She comes in uh, and Orton has an idea. The ladies, they won't be wrestling, but they'll be doing the ring doing something. Or it's like, where are your backs? <laughs> I need a shit. <laughs> uh, we get another Shelton Benjamin video. Uh, this time talking about all these drug issues in his hometown. He was right in the middle of firefights, but he got out as soon as he could. Eventually, he found his way out through sports, which got him into college and here to the WWE. So we are really pushing this. Shelton Benjamin used to be a little fucker. But I did like how... When he was doing his amateur wrestling, he was hitting power slams. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, here comes Randy Orton with Maria, Candice and Melina. Um, Orton, he thinks we need more hot women. Uh, so here oh, are I was thinking. Kira Christie, Hemi and Stacey Keebler. Um, why are they here? Lingerie fashion show. Uh, this is... They, can't, they strip. They look great. They strip. They dance to Orton. Orton booked it. Everyone happy. We get a group hug. Segment over. Yep. I don't. I feel like we're wasting t TV time. This we could are. just. This could just be. I mean, backstage. the fucking women's match could have had entrances. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Up next, tag team title time: La Resistance versus Regal and Eugene. Um, and did you notice the match is sponsored by Simon's System? <laughs> sponsored get a fucking natural sponsor this week. <laughs> sponsored by cocaine. Um, the airplane spin has Conway in trouble. Um, top rope axe handle gets two. 
Uh, Arivar's broken up and a stunner gets the victory for Eugene over Grandier. Uh, post-match, here come the kids again. Uh, just Maven just needs to get himself a tag partner. I think that's what needs to happen. Who though? Who would? Who's quick enough, smart enough, fast enough to, to be able to team with a god like Maven? Where's fucking D'Lo Brown? Hey, that'd be a shout. Where's Mark Henry? Mark Henry and Maven. They could be calling themselves M&M. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go backstage. Uh, Trish, she thinks Chris Jericho finds the new face mask funny, but Jericho thinks she looks great. He also finds it funny that she called Lita the walking kiss of death, because tonight the walking kiss of death beat the walking STD. <laughs> so next week, Lita gets her title shot. That was a brilliant piss take. <laughs> Michael, we find out that you can bid on lingerie. Yeah, the worn <laughs> lingerie. How many thousands do you reckon were spent? That's gnarly. <laughs> it's gnarly. There's some dirty There's some fucking, sick fucks out there. Dirty bastards they spend a lot. Um, we see Ric Flair and Batista, they yell at each other over the Battle Royal. Um, it's, I, I quite like how it took like over an hour, hour and a half to get to this point where they're hammering each other. They, have they just avoided each other the, for the past hour and a half? Alan's probably kept Flair in dressing room after his match with Lawler. And Batista's just been roaming around backstage going wild. Uh, Triple H comes in, he rants at both of them. They need to all get on the same page and calm down. Batista, he sounds a little bit unsure when he says that he's got Hunter's back. I feel like shenanigans are coming. As like, it, yeah, don't sweat it. Uh, don't sweat a thing, I got you. That's it, I've got you. As it is time for our main event, it is Raw World title time. It is Hunter versus Benoit versus Edge. Uh, the chair gets brought in, but Orton takes it away uh, and chairs Triple H over the barricade. Um, Edge, he back up with a, for a spear, which is counted into a crossface with another ref running after the referee first ring, got knocked down. And that's reversed with a roll up. That doesn't break the hold though, meaning that he taps to the same time the referee counts to three. So it's a double finish. The two referees and the two Canadians argue about who wins to end the show. So we have then a new world champion, Michael. We do, because the champion, current champion lost. They've got to do something different. I mean, how many triple threat matches has the world title been involved in since this time last year? Oh, a lot. Uh, that, that, that's ju just on pay-per-view alone, quite a lot. Never mind TV. I'm tired of triple threat matches. But where do we go from title. here? Where do we go from here? Is the title now uh, well, in a Well, what is happening next week? Next week, I've Edge versus Benoit. They beat the champ. Yeah, or absolutely. restart it as an elimination match. Uh, or have a, like a 16-man tournament. Like WrestleMania fucking four style. One night, 16 men, tournament, new world champion. Time to time to make a brand new star. Yeah, but Edge no. could win that. No, Vince will come out and say, ah, fuck it, he hasn't his belt back. Uh, Michael, what did you make to Monday Night Raw and how many Mavens? Spoiler alert, it was a one from me again. Ooh, 1.5. Ooh. I thought the main event was decent, but until, you know, bullshit. Mm, it's another triple threat <laughs> so much shenanigans every row finishes with bullshit but it's not bullshit that makes you go oh I can't wait for the next week it's like ugh, bullshit again it's like oh fuck's sake I've got to watch next week to see if I fucking clean this up <laughs> yeah we are going to have a new champion right here right now tonight the game is out of it who's it going to be Andrew Chris 
Michael, are you ready for some more smack of the down? It's December the 2nd, 2004. We are in the Richmond Coliseum in Richmond, Virginia. I feel like, I can't pinpoint exact events, but I feel like a lot of shit's gone down pay-per-view at the Richmond Coliseum. It's a very familiar sounding name. Yes, absolutely. I've all they just absolutely. go there a fucking lot. JBL and his cabinet, they come out complete with the Bashams now, and they're announced as being the co-secretaries of defence. I fucking love that. So, Gaz and Munch have gone from... Slave boys to bodyguards. No, they're now like so. If JBL were Boris, right, the Bashams are Matt Hancock and that dickhead that went for a drive to test his eyesight. <laughs> um, so the, the cabinet they arrive late to the arena. Theodore Long is not happy tonight. The Bashams can face Booker T and Eddie Guerrero, while JBL and the Juice they can face the Undertaker. Um, Look at Teddy Long straight away. Oh, Here's a match. Here's a match. Oh man, booking boom straight away. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm down for that because Undertaker two on one. He's got another chance to batter uh, JBL and the Juice. Chance see to take out Bashams... OJ just before pay per view. Absolutely, and let's see what the Bashams are all about now. Now they've been elevated that little bit more to being involved in the main event scene. I'm down for that. Holla holla, player player. Teddy Long is fucking killing it. It does. Have GL SmackDown. Does, does Teddy? He's fucking killing it. Our first match of the night, Michael, it's Rey Mysterio, Rob Van Dam, and Tori Wilson versus Ken, Ren and Hiroko. Um, <laughs> it happened. Why, we, we men we've mentioned this, right? It's, uh, I don't know whether it's, it's just trying, they're trying to fill time by having the women involved because th these guys right well, now... Well, I think Kenny was flat, loving flat, but it's not about that, right? <laughs> this is your tag team divisions getting fucking crucified by Tony Wilson and Hiroko. Because these two, these two, these four even, they've had a tag, right? They've had singles matches. Now we've got six man, six person throwing the women involved. I was down for the women feuding if they were kind of just had their own little one on one thing, but now it looks like it's, well, it is one, but I hoped it weren't going to be. They're feuding because six Ken death wants match. a piece of Tory. Yeah, but don't we all? Yeah. But his <laughs> missus shouldn't know that. Surely his missus should be more pissed off with her fella yeah. than with the bird. But she's happily to team with the fella so she can get his hands on the bird that a fella wants. It's... I, 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 I don't <laughs> Wrestling. Uh, Rob Van Damme gets the victory of the five star. Um, we get the tough enough guys. They come out for their weekly bollocks. Uh, Ryan Reeves, uh, he's, he says he's not quitting, even though he's fucked up, he's got broken ribs, uh, but it looks like he's the person that's going to get voted off. He asked and the fans is. to vote which brand he was <laughs> going to end up on, or if he should retire. Do you know the thing is though, that I think, for me personally, there is so many fans that like, 
they got so suckered into voting for him all the time. And it was just a purely marketing thing to advertise his fucking Ico Pro. Yeah. And he's brilliant. Ryback did it with perfection. Perfection. Uh, Miz, he says he wants Puder gone because he's a suck-up and he hasn't actually fought in the UFC. Uh, Ryback wants Puder gone for not wanting to be a wrestler and only being here to get himself over in MMA. Uh, Justice, he wants Puder gone for being too overconfident. Um, nobody likes Puder. Nope. Nobody likes Puder. Puder don't like uh, Justice. Yeah, Puder, he wants Justice off because he's been on other shows before and don't want to be a wrestler, uh, which is fair comment. Uh, Ryback, though, he's the one that gets voted off. That leaves us with three, and next week, one will be voted off, and the remaining two, they will have a boxing match at Armageddon. <laughs> what the fuck? Of all, the fucking, and it's a Dixie dogfight. <laughs> We've known for weeks now that Daniel Puder's being booked to win this. Yeah. So why not just have like a MMA rules match? Or and not a, a wrestling not just match. a boxing match. Do you think this is fucking brawl for all? Vince Russell, come out of the closet, son. We know you're still here. Or have a, make him have a wrestling match. Fuck me. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know, because it's a wrestling show. Well, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? But obviously fucking not. Uh, Michael, Charlie Haas versus Jesus. Singles action. We get to see a bit of Jesus. Uh, before the bell, Carlito gets in the ring and says he doesn't like Charlie hogging up all the women like Jackie and Don Marie. Getting a bit left out. Uh, the hits on Jackie, he puts his hands on his shoulder so Charlie grabs him, uh, meaning that Jesus kicks fuck out of him. That's all that was going to happen now. Uh, Teddy Long comes out, uh, he yells at Carlito and Jesus. Uh, we find out that at Armageddon, man, this card is getting fucking worse as the days go on. It is John Cena versus Jesus in a street fight. I love how it's going to be bloodshed and it's not going to be mine. I love how uh, Tilo just let Carlito assume it was going to be Haas versus Jesus in a street fight. Yeah, because well, he said he needed six week off, didn't he? So he's injured. He needs a bit of time to recover. Uh, we go backstage. Michelle McCall, she's stretching with Eddie Guerrero and Booker T. Uh, she says she feels some negative energy though and tension seems ready to boil, boil over. Um, they argue about losing title shots, but Michelle Clint calms them down before the tag match a bit later. Right. I don't understand why we keep having all these backstage segments with people stretching out and it ends in an argument. Why not just have the argument? What's the need for the woman there? To get her on TV. I don't get why Eddie was wearing a pay-per-view shirt when he's got plenty of his own merch to wear. Ah, he's a fucking mark. <laughs> That's what uh, jobbers you... wear, though. Jobbers wear the pay-per-view shirts. Ah, fucking marking it. Uh, up next, it is the Basham brothers, the co-secretaries of defence for the cabinet, versus Eddie Guerrero and Booker T. Looks like they've been on some ICO as well. Eddie Guerrero and Booker T, they keep agreeing to team up together, even though it seems like they fucking despise each other. Yeah. Why Why do they keep it? agreeing to this shit? <laughs> I mean, I get, like, you want to try and stop these two interfering in Fatal 4-Way so maybe teaming up together to take them out yeah but they're obviously not getting on it's not going to end well <laughs> um, JBL is out on commentary with the juice by his side plenty of muggles <laughs> uh, everything breaks down Eddie Lowe bridges Doug but sends Booker to the floor at the same time by mistake uh, the argument begins between Eddie and Booker. Uh, Danny knocks Eddie into Booker from behind. A roll-up with an assist from the ropes gives Danny the victory. Yes. 1-0 to the fucking Bashams. 
This is this is the new streak. A, wit, a pin the, against the former WWE champion. Main event, Danny and Dougie. Um, after the match, JBL he clotheslines Eddie and Booker T, uh, making himself look strong going into Armageddon. So, if this happens again next week, possible new champ. Well, we shall see. We shall see. Up next, Kurt Angle invitation. Kurt Angle versus Sebastian McCauley, I wanted to say the his name was. The most jobber name I've ever heard in my life. Uh, angle slam, ankle lock, less than a minute, like I said. It looked it just, like the Virgin yeah. Shannon Moore. I don't understand. Did you notice, though, who one of the cops was? No. Doc Gallows. Was it really? A.K.A. FKA not... Festus. Yes, I can say it's not long, it's not long till Festus, is it? Okay, that was a great gimmick. That gimmick could have gone main event, mate. Honestly, it would have gone in main event in my house anyway. No danger. It's fucking brilliant. Ring the bell. Ding, he's fucking on. Psycho. Brilliant gimmick. Um, after the match, Angle, he's got Jim Draken, the big dog. Uh, they join him in the ring. Uh, he wants to make something right. Um, he gets Joe Giovanni to come to the ring. He said she was embarrassed last week. The big dog apologises for the Thanksgiving meal. He says he got carried away. As an apology, he offers a dinner tonight. His treat, of course. Uh, Joy accepts the apology, but says she already has dinner plans with the big show. Uh, Angle think that's insulting. Uh, the three of them, it looks like we're going to get gang rape, in all honesty. Yeah. I thought that's the way we're going. Some of that bestiality, what Kurt Angle loves. Some of that bestiality sex. Cue big show to make the big save. He challenges to fight all three of them at once, but the bad guys bail. Um, I feel like this is what's going to happen at Armageddon. Yeah, because big show just grabs a mic and is like, come on then. All of you. Let's have you. And the only the only reason I know this is because before I watched this episode I looked at the card and I was like, oh, how's it get to that? Oh Joe Giovanni. Yes. That's how it gets to that. Joe Joey wants to go for dinner with Big Show. Don't want to get date raped by Big Dog. Well, surely Big Show's still pissed because they shaved his head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he's still going to be pissed. So I, I kind of understand the element of the feud. He's still pissed with Angle of the Big Dog and the reflection. But Let's throw Joy in there, and the actual reason they're fighting is because of fucking Diva Search. <laughs> Diva Search bollocks. Up next, Michael. Tough enough contestants out in drag. Male Diva bollocks again. Thoughts? It was funny when Bob Holly had to come out. <laughs> yeah, but um, I thought he was like, going to just kick fuck out a lot on him. Yeah, but if you're gonna if you're gonna choose a guy that could potentially be quite homophobic, call call some homophobic anti fucking drag queen. Who's the only? Well, JBL's busy in the main event, but who else do you turn to? <laughs> Old Thurman. Um, so yeah, so the, all the tough enough contestants to come out in drag with alter egos. Um, Thurman comes out. Uh, <sighs> It was fucking brilliant because uh, Al Snow turns up, Bob Ollie, and says, are you saying you're not tough enough? <laughs> and that Bob Ollie's about to rip through every fucking one of you. This had to be um, a rib on Bob more than anything else. Well, it was brilliant because Miz asked him if he likes whips and chains. Uh, and then he asked if Hardcore can smack that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Bob Ollie's going to fuck you up, son. Um, J Justice, um, he speaks about ha Hardcore's mum. Uh, he says he likes lobsters. For a present, he puts a bottle of crunk juice and a live lobster. Uh, I, I didn't get the reference. I didn't. I didn't get the reference. Al, uh, Al Snow was just corpsing on that mic. 
Uh, Daniel Puda, he has a Puda bet and admires the way Holly fills out his trunks. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, Miz, he wins for some reason. Um, Holly punches Al Snow for putting him through all the bollocks. What did you make to that? It's getting a bit weird. It's getting weirder and weirder. It was funny as one we've had. drawn here. Only because, I think only because of the person there yeah. being Hardcore Holly. Hardcore Holly made it funny. And he had to pie-faced Miz as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, here comes Dawn Marie. Um, she says her sexy Santa outfit is better than Jackie's uh, that she had on earlier tonight. Uh, Jackie runs out and the brawl is on. Teddy Long comes out and makes a match between the two of them at Armageddon with Charlie Haas as the guest referee. So... <sighs> this fucking pay-per-view. I'm not watching it. If it wants a quiet life... I'm not having it. I'm not uh, fucking... I watch main event, Mike, and that's it. I might watch Cena versus Jesus, but you're doing rest. I ain't fucking watching this shit. <laughs> nah. If, if I have to watch it, they has to watch it. <laughs> but if Ass wants a quiet life, he has to just be, be more impartial towards Jackie. I think he needs to go and see what Rico's up to. Let's carry on knocking about with him. See, we're loving life when we're knocking about Rico. They fuck Rico off and now he's got no but women problems. Rico won't let him stand for this. He'd sort him straight out. He'd make him fucking walk up that ramp and he'd make, Charlie, fuck him, you don't need him. It's all gone downhill since Rico. Rico and Billy Gunn, mate. Them two going, look at fucking State of Raw and Smackdown now. That's what happens when you get rid of Rico and Billy Gunn. See, what they should have done is just teamed them three up together. Oh, mate. That would have been amazing. With Tory Wilson as the, like, the mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, main event time of Smack of the Down. It's The Undertaker versus JBL and The Juice. Uh, the Bashams are banned from ringside, but uh, Amy Webber has been uh, handed a chair for just in case, it seems. Uh, the last ride, gets broken up with a big boot, so JBL, he finally comes in the match because all the matches have just been Undertaker with The Juice. Uh, Undertaker, he grabs a leg bar. Jordan, though, stomps away, making Cole think he could be champion one day, uh, which surprised me. I was like, Matt Cole's like, really? Really? Best champion, yes. Um, thankfully, DDT cuts that off. Uh, it's time for a double choke slam. draws a low blow from JBL that gets the DQ. Um, after the match, Undertaker comes back, gets his heat back, batters until the Bashams come in. Uh, the big beatdown leaves Undertaker lying dead again in the ring as Smackdown goes off the air. This is where JBL's looking strong on the build. So if he looks strong next week... There's going to be a new champ. There's going to be a new champ. <laughs> there ain't going to be no new champ. JBL adds that record. I keep saying this. JBL's got that record, and he? For longest reigning Smackdown champion. And he's only had it about four months, mate. This goes on for ages. <laughs> ages. He loses it eventually. <laughs> I don't, well, obviously, dickhead. <laughs> no, I mean the rain. Not, not yet. <laughs> Reigns has already beat that ring. It's far too early. Yeah, isn't Roman approaching his 300th day? He's just past 300. That's why he's the second big dog. His big brother, Lufa, is a very proud man, I can guarantee. Uh, Michael, are you ready for the final Monday Night Raw in this month of fucking utter trash? I am. You know what, Lana? No hors d'oeuvres for Triple H. No sausages, no cocktail winners, and most importantly of all, no world title. <laughs> Jericho! What in the hell is going on around here, man? What, what are you trying to... Somebody please turn this crap off! Hey! What? I walk into my locker room and find this bed? Tell me. 
You want me to wear this out? Huh? You want me to wear this? Or what about this? What are you trying to do to me? You can forget it. I got a oh. reputation around here. Hey, I got a reputation. Hold on a second here. Can't you see this is my office? Huh? I'm the general manager tonight, damn it. You don't come in here and make demands to me. You don't come in here and tell me what to do. Not unless you put one of these on. Seriously, Christian, think about your captain charisma, right? You know that. Everybody knows it. I know it. Think of all the great captains in the history of the world. Captain Hook. Captain Crunch. Captain James. T. Kirk. Well, tonight on Raw is Jericho. It's the adventures of Captain Charisma! <laughs> I'm not wearing this. You're not going to make me look like an idiot. Hold Forget on. It. I, uh, listen, let me put you this way, Junior. If you want one last championship match against Shelton Benjamin for the Intercontinental title, you're going to wear that outfit. So go put your mask on, Christian. And I'll see you in the ring, brother. I won't forget this. <laughs> you know you're right. Tonight is a night that no one will ever, ever forget again. Looking for me. It is December the 6th, 2004. We are live from the Cricket Arena in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we open with the highlight reel uh, with Jericho promising a big party tonight. Uh, since it's a party, everyone gets a shag. <laughs> Everyone's getting laid. <laughs> so, a load of layers fall from the ceiling, allowing Jericho to make some jokes. We're a few fans. I, I like Jericho. I, I love this, this opening bit. When he's in this mood, it's brilliant. Uh, he hands himself on and he says, everyone gets laid, you won't get arrested. Uh, and he says, tonight, the Divas, they're taking part in the Chris Jericho Rock and Roll Limbo A Go Go, complete with music from Fozzy. <laughs> Judas in, <laughs> Judas in, my man. Are you coming? Because he's in coming? charge, Fozzy getting reggae. <laughs> Definitely booking himself. Like, are you going to book yourself to like in all the title matches? No, I'm going to book me band to perform on a diva fucking go-go shitty bollocks thing. Because I've become, I've become, I've become, man. <laughs> um, we get a look, quick look at last week's show with uh, Edge tapping just as Benoit got pinned. Uh, there's nothing clear after loads of angles. This brings out the boss. It is boss time. He carries the title. Um, Vince, he didn't see anything definite, so he makes it a tie. Um He's not quite happy with that neither, but here comes the game. I'm expecting now just the title just to be handed back right. over. Here you are, son. Normal service has been resumed. Uh, Vince, he doesn't like being interrupted, but he has one word for the game. Congratulations. He says, Hunter deserves some praise because he's a best-selling author and has a role in Blade Trinity. Uh, with that out of the way, Hunter goes for a title. Uh, Vince goes, no, 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 no. no that's not, that's not what I was saying, bro. Uh, instead, the title's vacated. Um, so congrats vacant 16 man tournament then maybe maybe do you know what I mean but I'm just like, like he's like nah Bishop can sort this shit out <laughs> we're back in a couple of weeks we'll be alright <laughs> um, we go backstage Batista uh, him and Triple H they're still not getting along Batista's like it's my time for the title Triple H's like whoa <laughs> now then it's my fucking belt you know why you're in evolution son uh, and they're still arguing so I I'm not having it that this in the first time they got me right that was just a big charade they got me this now I'm starting to think Batista is ready he for the wants out. he wants Triple H got it now so he wants out so he now, he, wants out. now Triple H got it he's like right 
It's not yours. We go to see Chris Jericho in his office. He's having a party with paint and balloons uh, and various women. Um, I don't know. Getting excited. It certainly seemed that way. <laughs> uh, Christian, he comes in. Uh, he doesn't like superhero costumes Jericho wants him to wear tonight. Uh, Jericho, he loves the idea of Captain Charisma. Uh, he wants to join various other greats like Hook, Crunch and James T. Kirk. <laughs> if Christian wants another IC title shot, he needs to get in the costume. Uh, Christian leaves and Benoit comes in. Uh, he's not happy with the situation, so Jericho makes himself and Benoit versus Batista and Triple H, which I don't think that was like what, what Benoit was looking for, in all honesty. No, he was looking for his title. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get a look back at Trish uh, tormenting Lita way back in May, um, like the start of the feud. Well, it's not, is it? The feud like started back in the fucking late 90s, early 2000s or whatever. 2000. Uh, yeah, this feud's gone on for a long ass time. Before fully loaded. Absolutely. Um, but that's because we're building up to something, Michael. Because tonight it's all about Lita and Trish. The first time ever the main event of a wrestling show, two women. I, w I, was, I want to say not just two women, two of the greatest, but Trish and Lita. Because <laughs> Trish is up there, but Lita never for me. Not not the greatest in all. She gets so much fucking praise that she does not deserve. Absolutely agree. Like like Trish. Trish just got, got better and better and better and better. If you look at an original Trish match, like, is it way back when she was team with Val Venus against fucking, I want to say Rikishi and some other cunt? Uh, um, Eddie and China. That was it. Um, where she wasn't great then but then fast forward a year and she gets vastly improved and it gets better and better and better where Lita she, yeah she had a, a sloppy looking moonsault like she could kill herself every single time and she like she didn't mind diving apart she did a good head scissors how about it? almost cracks her skull up and every time she dumps <laughs> off the top rope <laughs> oh Lita I love you right I used to find her hot as fuck when I was younger oh yeah but but, yeah, she's, she's certainly not one of the greatest. Speaking of the greatest, Michael, this is probably, up next, the greatest Raw match that has ever existed in the history of Monday Night Raw. On one side of the ring, you have a man that overcome all the odds in Tough Enough to be crowned champion, and then to go on and eliminate The Undertaker from a Royal Rumble to only receive the biggest battering of his life. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Main event maven going up against the special one can i get a <laughs> it is eugene in one-on-one -on -one action what did you make michael to the special one versus the special one uh, some genius play by maven in this like when he offers the handshake but nope and then trips himself up blames it on Regal getting rejected that's not my fault um, and I loved how Maven's showing that mean streak because he's not gonna he's not gonna get a one two three victory he doesn't need that it's not about that he, he chokes the he fuck out of him. Eugene he needs to send a message and that message he sent um, and then Regal comes back in after the match so Eugene's won by DQ and then he gets decked by one of the tag belts go on Maven da, 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 da. he used to get a partner D-Lo that's D-Lo if you're listening where were you son 2004 you and Maven could have been fucking amazing 
Up next, Michael, it's the limbo contest with the Divas. And we hear Judas in my mind playing in the background as the girl's limbo. Christy wins. Jericho fucking loves it. He goes to the fucking stage. He starts singing with his band. Judas in. Judas in my mind. And the Divas dance. Is this exactly how he performs live as well? Because... Have you seen him live? Yes, I have seen him live, but I can't really remember the performance. I feel like he's a screamer than more of a singer. Yeah, is if this is how they perform live, I can see why it took till like 2016 for them to get anything. But Judas in my mind, class, right? It is a cracking song, exactly, right? But yeah, is everything else is fucking pure trash, pure trash, and he's tried his hardest. And fair play on him, he's he's got a guy that's willing to book him, book him with his theme music, and his theme music being his own band song. Fair play to him. Hey, it saves that, you having to fork out on royalties. Could you imagine him turning hands on Vince? Go down then, Vince. Let's get rid of fucking all my Y2J stuff, right? Let's get some fuzzy, Vince. <laughs> Pow. I don't get <laughs> why he didn't have fuzzy. Do a version of it. Well, Tony Khan's like, yes, Chris. No problem, Chris. That's how it is. That's how it is. Because Tony Khan's like, I would be. It's like if my dad were a billionaire and he went, you can do, do whatever you want, pal. Right, so like, I want to make a wrestling company, right? but I want to get the best guys. Imagine like meeting Chris Jericho on that the first meeting. Like, I'm Tony Khan. And it's like, you, you know that he's sucking them off, all of them off. To be, he's a pleasing them all. Of course, he's a, he's a rich kid playing with his toys. I'd probably be booking a bit differently. Oh, no, I, I, I'd already have Vince Russell the shit out of it, mate. I'd be a multiple-time world champion. <laughs> <laughs> Not just once, multiple long reigns as well. Michael, the lights go out, and it's Mohammed Hassan and Dafari. They come up on screen. Uh, Hassan goes on about great things that can come from a single instance and that can change everything, like 9-11. Uh, he'll be here next week, and the party will stop. So he saves us from this shit show. So he's a face. saves us from the limbo. He saved us from the limbo. He's a um, face then. Well, I, I can't see it. He's basically saying that everyone used to dick on me after before nine eleven. World was sweet. After nine eleven, I'm now a terrorist. I feel like that's the angle he's that he's trying to say. No, it, 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 he has he has got a massive point there. A massive point. It's not. It's sick, but it is. It's very true that since nine eleven, a lot of especially yeah, Arabian people. Uh, that's probably not the correct PC term to use. I mean, the Middle Easterners, uh, they, a lot of them got branded uh, terrorist. Before then, b- before 9-11, the word terrorist for me, I wasn't familiar with in that term. No, you just masked people. Up next, EC Dub versus the superhero. Simon Dean with his Ico Pro versus the Hurricane. Um, Simon Dean's in-ring debut. But up first, Michael, he needs to talk about his fitnol powder. Yeah, he needs to sell shit to fat people. Do you want to buy a bag of sniff? You'll make me skinny. Hurricane, he goes for Shining Wizard, misses. And Simon Dean rolls up, 1-0. and uh, What a way to start. Beating the Hurricane now. That's how you debut. With a roll-up of the tights. Of all the fucking matches as well, he, he's not going to face Rosie yet, is he? So <laughs> I guess Hurricane's the right one. Wait, 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 like a boss It's fucking terrible. Um, we go back to more Trish and Lita as we see Trish's bridal shower for Lita, which was one of the funniest segments. <laughs> Where they bought her a dildo, but never said it was a dildo. I know I was a fan of the baby picture. 
I fucking love the baby picture. Uh, we see Randy Orton. Um, he's quite happy with the world title situation, and he laughs at Coach for not not being able to get laid. I suppose a random, yeah, yeah so a proper face thing that Randy, <laughs> like a proper high school bully. Uh, but we see Edge. He looks all pissed off. He's here to defend his world title, and now it's vacant. Uh, the fans tell him that he tapped out, but he explained what happened last week. A beat with a, a couple of twists, let's say. Edge, Edge bending the truth a little bit, would you say? Well, it, you know, he did get the pin. And he is right saying it's not his fault that Randy Orton's failures have made Randy Orton be the man that he is now. And he said, it's basically, it's all down to Orton. But Orton comes fucking, he takes his shirt off. That means Orton's pissed off. Uh, he comes all the way down the ramp. Um, Edge, he's only got himself to blame. Edge is the only failure around here, but Edge can't remember all the times he's beaten Orgin. Orgin? Oh, yeah, he's brought them all, most of them up. <laughs> Edge, he declares Orton his bitch, and the fight is on, and all the backstage agents come out and break it up. So, I guess going forward... Edge and Orton again. Orton, yeah, I could take that again, no problem. Maybe put a different belt on the line. Well, we shall see, maybe. Up next, Michael, I see title time. One of the only good things that they'd like... The, the, especially Raw's got going for it at the minute is Sheldon Benjamin yeah. going up against Captain Charisma uh, what do you make reckon to Christian's superhero costume yeah, I was, it was hilarious he did not want to come out and Tom could to pretty much carry him out Shelton was just pissing himself and all um, Shelton he kicks Christian in the head to mess up the mask setting up the exploder to retain the title uh, after the match Jericho comes out and he makes Orton versus Edge for next week as a bonus, he sings the goodbye song to Christian, um, which for some reason, Michael, this wasn't included in the network. Um, so yeah, I, imagine, that. I imagine that's a copyright issue. No, 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 no. The Gala Bingo song. Yeah. Is it, is it a copyright issue? Is that why they removed it? No, because they had JRS sang it uh, when Coach was gone. Maybe, maybe they have to pay for it more than once. I thought it was a free use song, though. It's just a chance, isn't it? Well, it's, it's removed for a reason. Well, you, you, don't, you won't get a copyright stroke for singing Chip Butty song. I like singing Happy Birthday. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone for a reason. Up next, Michael, we see Trish Stratus interrupting Lita's wedding. Uh, I'm loving these Trish and Lita moments. It's because like, it, it's all, all happened in like the last 12 months. <laughs> Previously, this, on Hollyoaks. This feud has had so much shit happen. Um, we see Snitsky, he cuts Lita off in the back and takes credit for ruining Kane's career. Uh, tonight is Lita's big night, and it's a shame her baby isn't here to cheer her on. What a dickhead. <clears throat> what a cunt. Um, we see a recap of the world title being vacated. And then we cut to Triple H, he calls Bischoff but gets his answering machine. Uh, the message turns it out to be a plug for the book and the Raw magazine with Flair acting as a pitchman. So this was one of them fake acting spots then. Yeah, I bet that book's just full of recipes for Icopa. <laughs> uh, Batista, he comes in and hangs up the phone, pointing out how it's kind of stupid to threaten the guy who handles the world title situation. Um, there is only one world champion, but Batista doesn't say who that is. And Flair looks at Trips, he's like, he's talking about you, don't worry. I'll, I think Batista's getting it now. It's it's coming. I'm telling you now, it's coming. 
Up next, Michael, Triple H and Batista versus Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho. And I absolutely fucking adored that Lillian Garcia introduces Triple H as the former world champion. Mm -hmm. So he fucking chases it all way into crowd. <laughs> fucking loved it. Um, everything breaks down. Uh, Benoit, he hits Flair off the apron. Um, Batista, he gets knocked off the apron as well. Benoit rolls the Germans onto Hunter, which the fans fucking adored. Uh, the Lion Salt sets up the Swan Dive into the crossface. Uh, but Batista makes the save. Another spinebuster drops Benoit, but Triple H hits him with the chair for a DQ shitty finish. Why do these matches always seem to have a shitty finish? Because wrestling. Well, after the match, Triple H, he smashes Benoit with a chair, or he's pissing blood. Uh, why, why are we blading on Raw? Um, he loads one up on Jericho, only to hit Batista by mistake. Oh, what have you done, game? What have you fucking done? Uh, Jericho takes a shot of his own, and Triple H then checks on Batista. Uh, Flair's holding Batista's head and Triple H leaves the ring ranting about the title so he's just hit his mate he showed a little bit of compassion but then he's more bothered about his baby and he even assaults the ref surely he's going to get fined as well <sighs> he's not bothered he's... Vince will pay that he's, he's not bothered Vince will write it bothered. off Vince will, Vince will sort of that out <laughs> um, but yeah what did you make because I'm sick of these matches having shitty finishes yeah it's bullshit booking lazy booking Happens Just every fucking week. Every Jericho single week. Can, or tri Triple H could have taken the loss. The pin. Nobody fucking pins anybody. He's <laughs> doing me head in. Nobody wants to lose. The, the um, men's division is the Divas division. Absolutely. Uh, Michael, we go backstage and Trish is bent over. Mm -hmm. Yes, she is. Uh, some production guy, he's, um, he, he scares her off. Um, Lita comes in. Trish asks whose career she's ended tonight. Lita says yours and kisses Trish. Uh, Jerry Lawler's reaction was um, a bit a bit more subtle than I expected, in all honesty. A bit more subdued, let's say. I thought it was going to be a bit more exciting. Yeah, I thought was it, a I think he might have just had a silent orgasm. Well, maybe. <laughs> she's like... Ugh, ugh. <laughs> Michael, main event time for the woman's title. First time in Raw WWE history. Trish Stratus versus Lita. matches that it's one of them just replayed time and time and time and time again um it's a benchmark for the women's division you'd say you would think it was one of the best women's matches of all time the way they go on about it but it wasn't 
Oh no, it was treated like the biggest match. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, it was definitely treated like the biggest match in the show because all night we've had little clips and we've had vignettes and little promos and of all the stuff that's happened between these two. So they have built up and build up and build up towards this moment, and it wasn't great. I don't know what you thought, but for me personally, I was expecting a lot more than what was delivered. I feel like they've had better matches. I think if it was a bit longer, it could have been a bit better. See how big it was. Oh no! I, yeah, definitely. Um, so the, the finish of the match, uh, satisfaction, it's countered into a reverse twist of fate, and the moonsault gives Bochita the victory and the title for her first reign in nearly four years. Fucking hell! It's a long time to go without a title. That when it's a very shit small women's division. Well, it was hopstated between like Gail, Molly, and Victoria for a bit. But that moonsault was probably the best she's ever done. I'll give her that. <laughs> See, she I actually got a rotation. See, for me, for Lita's moonsaults, I think they've got worse all the time. Go back to her debut with S.A. Rios and that. I feel like she got a lot more rotation. I feel a lot more smoother. Now I feel like her moonsaults could potentially Usually kill everybody involved. Usually they are. But this one was actually a good moonsault. I'm not, not taking that away. Not taking that away. It was a, it was a, a nice... So at least she did a good one to win the title with. Yeah, because she's probably been practising to make sure she did a good one. But yeah, fair play. Uh, but yeah, what did you make, Michael, to the main event and overall SmackDown on how many maidens? 1.5. It was pretty <laughs> boring again. <laughs> yeah, no nope. one from me as well. No, nope. There's no going on. Yeah. There's just no there's going no, on. Now there's no one to defend a world title. What's what's happening now there's just there's just no no going on like what what's what's next after is it Royal Rumble after Armageddon uh, oh we got another B no, show shit oh for fuck's sake um, so, so Raw's got a couple of weeks then to build from where we are now uh, maybe three is it three weeks till the next paper you after Armageddon maybe or something it's um, first Sunday year oh yeah so about three weeks then yeah uh, so to, yeah I can't see it improving. So four weeks I or three weeks, because then it's like three weeks to rumble. Anyway, Michael, I'm ready to get this shit over and done with. Are you ready for the final smack of the down? Let's do it. Uh, here's Funaki, whipped across the ring, off the ropes, hanging on for dear life is Funaki. We're down to three. Chavo Kidman Funaki left in this battle royal. There we go, this is what Chavo is going for early. That glory ball, look for this. Billy Kidman hanging up on the top rope. Nice. Chavo Guerrero, look at Funaki. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? It's December the 9th, 2004. We are not live from the Below Center in Greenville, South Carolina, which instantly when I read it, I was like, Dino. Below Center. With, I've got the attendance, with 2,300 people in attendance. Wobble in the beds. We open with a look back at JBL, the cabinet, beating down the Undertaker last week. And the cabinet there in the ring to open the show. Uh, JBL, he demands respect and talks about all the former WWE champions that aren't as great as he is now. 
Um, his three challenges on Sunday, they couldn't beat him one-on-one, -on -one, and now they get a chance at the same time. It's a sick, sick joke, and it's all Teddy Long's fault. But the lights go out, and it's The Undertaker. He appears to beat up the cabinet, who fucking shit themselves and run away. He doesn't really have much knowledge in wrestling history either, because he says that it's the first time the WWE title will be defended fatal four-way. No, there's been many of them, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> many of them. <laughs> many of them. Too many. Um, too many men. Uh, we see a recap of Tory Wilson versus Hiroki, uh, which is all because Kenzo wants a piece of Tory. And it is time, Michael, for a cruiserweight number one contendership battle royal with the winner getting his title shot on Sunday. I forgot we had this division. I forgot we had that title. Uh, your content. Do you know the thing is though? After I uh, saw all the contenders, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, because Spike's the champion. I was like, where's Spike in the battle royal? Uh, so we've got Funaki, Charvo, Kidman, Nunzio, London, Shannon Moore and Akio. Um, Funaki gets the victory, Mike. I know. Smackdown number one announcer. Soon to be Smackdown wow. number one contender. Wow. I, don't, I could... That, that blew, that's a shocker, that. That's going to make me want to buy it. I when it happened. This actually made it. This is going to get me excited for Armageddon now, mate. I'm buying that pay-per-view. This is the best part of this whole build. I want to see Funaki versus Spike. This is the best part of the whole build. <laughs> Mate, this pay-per-view sucks. <laughs> I've not even watched it yet. I, don't, I feel like it's one of them that I've never, ever watched as well, which is even worse. And I feel like there's a reason why I never watched it. And this is probably the reason why I never watched it. <laughs> so I'm not looking forward to it at all. Um, so, But yeah, Funaki. Uh, it last eliminates Kidman and Charbo at the same time for the victory. Funaki going on to Armageddon to potentially become... Smackdown's number one cruiserweight champion. Hey, he's number one. He is number one. Indeed. Uh, we go backstage with Jackie and Charlie. Uh, Jackie, she doesn't want Charlie to fight because his eyes are bloody and his ribs are all banged up. But he's going to do it anyway. But here's Josh to ask his annoying fucking questions all the time. Uh, he says, you're going to be guest referee on Sunday. Um, of course you're going to be partial, aren't you? Uh, and he's like, of course I am. And he's like, well, okay then the fucking of course. no he's going to say now I'm going to be right one sided and wife you're getting fucked up <laughs> but they, he checks the corridor does he's he not can see the fucking camera <laughs> up next it is Jesus versus Charlie Ass Jesus is getting a lot of in-ring action Michael yeah uh, but what what got me this is a street fight so anywhere go, anything goes false guy anywhere Cole and anyone could interfere that can't cause a but DQ. Carl, so why does it say Carl Little gets ejected? Carl Little gets ejected straight away for spitting the apple at Charles Robinson. What's all that about? It's no DQ. Oh, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, the match lasts probably less than a minute. It don't even. Uh, it don't even fucking happen. He yeah, beats Carl him Little, down. Carl Little brings out Dawn Marie. We get a little bit of a beat down. Match over. Uh, after the match, Jackie and Dawn they run in to check on Charlie and glare at each other because. Charlie. I never oh, realised yeah. Charlie House was so hot. He's a fucking lucky bastard, I'm telling you. <laughs> He's got well, two birds facing over him, I can't even get one. Don Marie's got a weird fucking tasting fucking men, hasn't she? She's gone from Al Wilson to Charlie Ass. I know Charlie don't look that old. Well, she, well, she, she's just got a weird taste in women. In women? Well, she, uh, Tori, no, she's got a good taste in women because she likes Tori Wilson. 
Um, we see Lufa Reigns, he sneaks up on Joe Giovanni and asks her to tell her boyfriend of Big Show that the big dog is looking for him. I think that's called a hashtag me too. Uh, JBL in the cabinet, we see them leaving before tonight's handicap match. Uh, Long says the cabinet is a joke and say JBL is resting on his own on Sunday and if anyone comes out to help him, he's going to get stripped of the title. Uh, he says, just cue up his victory music already. Uh, the Bashams, they come in and say that there's been a security breach, meaning someone has stolen the tyres from the limo and put it on blocks. Is that what they're supposed to stop happening? They are the co-defences of security, yes. Uh, we cut to the arena and we see Eddie rolling out tyres. Uh, he says he knows a guy who can get JBL a good deal on some tyres to save him some tears for Sunday. <laughs> I thought that was funny as fuck. That was Eddie at his good shit. I loved how he used it as a stalk. Oh, he's brilliant. It was Eddie at his good. Eddie, this, Eddie comedy is brilliant. Eddie just fucking rambling with Booker T backstage about I don't like you and you don't like me but we've got a team together but we don't like each other and all that shit. Eddie me and my no. enemy. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie, I want this Eddie. Eddie that makes me chuckle is the, the lion cheating, stealing Eddie Guerrero. This is exactly what I want out of my Eddie Guerrero. Exactly. It's just a shame it's took till the last week of fucking SmackDown. But I'm still saying this is the best thing that's happened in the entire month of SmackDown. The avalanche, this... is, the avalanche is just roaring SmackDown, shitting all over Eddie Guerrero, Michael. Yeah. Poor <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Uh, we see Daniel Puder and he's mumbling on about how much of a great fighter he is. Uh, the Miz, he really did outclass the other two by a long way in my opinion. I thought there's a reason why The Miz is who he is right now. He's so good even at this young age. He's so good on the microphone. He's always been a great talker. Ah, he's fucking brilliant. He's brilliant. I always wish I would have watched, um, was it, the, it wasn't Big Brother was it, but it was something like that. Real, real, real the, world? Real the real world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I, I don't feel like I've never seen a clip but I imagine I would have found him very entertaining. I've, I don't even know if it, that's the right name. I think it is the real world. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that rings a bell. That rings a bell. Um, we go backstage. Tori Wilson. She's at a photo shoot, and Michelle McCool delivers some flowers to her. So she's now what the fucking tea bitch backstage. Uh, they're, they're from Kenzo, and Tori isn't best please. Uh, Hiroki comes up. So she's at a photo shoot, but Hiroki's there. Michelle McCool's there. Hiroki comes up and doesn't like Tori calling him a jerk, so the cat fight fucking is on. So she's Tori more gets... pissed at uh, another woman calling her husband a jerk, but she's not pissed off at her husband for sending another woman flowers. She's not remotely bothered me. That's tw twice now. Twice now that she's not remotely bothered that her husband actually likes somebody else. It's more bothered about, I don't like that. If I can get rid of that somebody else, then my husband won't like her anymore. That's the last she's, she's a psycho, mate, is a rocker. A fucking psycho. That's some weird shit. I'm telling you. Um, Tori gets stripped down to her underwear. They start chasing. They go into the arena. Uh, Ken, Ken and Ren, they come in for the save. But here come Rob and Ray. Kill uh, Teddy Long to say... Hold a minute, player, player. Well, hold on a minute, because Sunday's title match, player, player, is happening right now. So everyone's getting some Sunday off. Fucking Ray Mysterio. <laughs> You do this. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Ray Mysterio, uh, again. Ray grabs you might, a You might should have been able to pay for you, but no, you can have it on SmackDown before. And what a dirty heel win as well for Ray and Rob. Uh, Ray grabs the roll-up with Rob pulling on his arm for the pin and the titles. Like, what a dirty heel tactic. Uh, you know, when you're calling yourselves Team 420. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael, in a film that I've never seen, but you may have, we get a video of Triple H beating up Ryan Reynolds in Blade Trinity. 
it's a film that happened in the Blade is it, is trilogy. Is it really like that? Is it, it really was like the last that? of the Blade trilogy. It, it happened. It's like uh, the original Daredevil. It just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well Blade done, Hunter. Much better. <laughs> well done, Hunter. Michael, it is tough enough time. And Justice Smith gets eliminated. So we are down to our final two. Mike the Miz Mizanin and Daniel UFC Puder. Knocking uh, the fuck out, Miz. But before the boxing match on Sunday, we're going to get a good old-fashioned American gladiator-style jousting competition. Uh, two out of three falls and Daniel Puder pisses all over him and wins 2-0. Uh, what they did wrong was like, contender, ready. Gladiator, ready. <laughs> three, two, one. We see more backstage Diva stretching as Booker T stretches with Michelle McCall and reveals that he stole JBL's hat. Uh, but now there's a hole in the top of it so his hair can go through. <laughs> it's modest so Booker can put his stretch through it. Up next, Michael, it is Kurt Angle invitation. And do you know what we said at the start about it's going to be a returning superstar? There's a reason why this gimmick's running. Tonight's opponent is the Big Show. Well, the rules do state that they have to be from... That it's place. got to be a hometown hero. That's it. Big Show is the hometown hero. Uh, Angle, he grabs a mic and says it's not happening because Show isn't getting it down to two on one on Sunday. Instead, Show can face Mark Jindrak as he gets introduced by the big dog who uh, doesn't seem to be that very bothered in the air. Is this all I'm doing tonight? Am I just bringing out the reflection? Fucking poor Jindrak. <laughs> I love how Angle was like, nope, we're not fighting because I'm not allowing you the opportunity to get down to two on one. But he's like, no, you can fight Mark instead because Mark will batter you. I like, I like the confidence. I love the confidence. Confidence or fucking being shit scared? No, confidence, confidence. But it's three on one on Sunday, mate. We're going to get him. Uh, big Show towards the end of the match gets the choke slam, but Angle hits with the chair for the DQ. After the match, Angle hits Show in the back with the steps, uh, which was a nasty looking shot uh, to obviously make the giant... 50% coming into Sunday, so it's three on one, but the one's at 50%, so if we throw Scott Steiner into the mix. <laughs> but this is a second match night to be thrown out. Mate, get his bullshit finishes. I'm sick of, I want somebody to pin some cunt. I'm sick of a bullshit finish. Smackdown's really deteriorated in 2004. It gets even worse, as we see Hyde and Reich, he's in a tiny room and he's watching a clock. Uh, the ticking gets very loud until Paul Heyman comes in with some medication. Um, he takes it and then he thanks Paul for visiting him. Uh, Heyman even gets a surprise. Heidenreich's therapy is complete and he can come back to SmackDown. Heidenreich is happy there though and he doesn't want to leave. He does thank Heyman for visiting him though. So I, I, He's I just happy with his jacket. I don't understand my jacket. Um, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, he, don't want, he wants to stay in the... Uh, institute where he is just let him stay there move on move on oh, man. Smackdown used to be so good you know <laughs> so good it really did <laughs> main event time Booker T Eddie Guerrero and The Undertaker now that's a trio you never thought you'd see team together never going in a million going up against the cabinet uh, with Amy Webber she's here though uh, but we don't get a limo um, Eddie he, goes, he has his low rider uh, complete with JBL's ties on the back and I would have fucking loved it if he would have come out in the lowrider with Booker and Taker. And the lowriders somehow now got hydraulics. <laughs> yeah, but and Taker were just no-selling it. Just completely just dead. Just the bouncing, just completely no-selling it. Just sat on top. <laughs> but who moved the car? Who moved his car when Taker, before Taker came out? 
production staff, Michael. I'd love to see what take how Taker would have done. Would he walk around or just use his Taker powers? Superpowers, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superpowers that fucker would have disappeared. Just like Absolutely, absolutely. Um, towards the end of the match, uh, Eddie he ducks a belt shot from JBL, and the champs surrounded. Uh, Jordan makes the save and gets choke slammed, leaving Eddie and Booker to beat up the Bashams. Uh, Eddie, it's a frog splash, and it's a tombstone that gives Undertaker the victory. So Undertaker is the man looking strongish going into the pay per view, and JBL he gives his shit scared look to end the show. I believe Booker got a scissor kick off there in Orlando. Eddie Guerrero going to the top rope. I'm sorry, Orlando drugs down and out. Frog splash connecting. And remember, Undertaker and Orlando Jordan are the legal man in this matchup. Oh my God, poor Chief of Stamp, Orlando Jordan. Turn around. Oh my God, Orlando Jordan's in trouble. Taker's walking away as the new champion. Uh, that's what they want you to believe. That's what they want us that's to believe, but it's not going to happen. That's, that's what I believe. So, what did you make, Michael, to the final episode of SmackDown and how many Mavens? It wasn't exactly a two, but it was it was the best show this month. Is that just because of Funaki? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, who wins, more importantly? What, between Funaki and Spike? Come no, on, between Raw, between Raw and SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown. <laughs> oh, do you know, I'd have to go with SmackDown as well. It's Eddie saved it for me with his little comedy spot with the tyres. Funaki getting the cruiser. It's mad how this all happened on one episode. <laughs> one episode of SmackDown has won it in their favour because every single one up to this point was a one and this for me was a 1.5. It was shit. It was fucking bullshit. Yeah. But the, too many non-finishes. Good, Mate, there's too much bollocks. There's so much bollocks we're approaching a pay-per-view. And this is the and issue. And it took a match off these... the pay-per-view now. Well, this is the issue with these B-show pay-per-views. You ain't got much shit going on as it is. And now you're taking a tag match off so you can have it on SmackDown. Um, yeah. But, Michael, on that note, shall we take a look at what is coming our way in our next episode, which will be episode 69, baby. Nice. Armageddon 2004. Sunday Night Heat, Michael. Akio and Billy Kidman versus Charbo Guerrero and Paul London. Didn't we have that match on SmackDown a few weeks ago? Or a month we've ago? Got, 
We've got Rey Mysterio and Rob Van Dam versus Ken and Ren for the Tag Team Championships. We've got Daniel Puder versus The Miz in a Dixie dogfight. We've got The Bashams versus Charlie Haas and Hardcore Holly in a tag match. When was that announced? <laughs> I don't know. We've got Cena versus Jesus in a street fight for the US belt. We've got Dawn Marie versus Miss Jackie. We've got Big Show versus Not Team Angle. Uh, we've got Funaki versus Spike for the Cruiserweight title. And then in our main event, we have got JBL versus Booker T, Eddie Guerrero and Undertaker for the SmackDown WWE Championship. Wait, is that actually order of the card? Yep. So the Cruiserweight title is just before the main event? Yep. Sweet. <laughs> the two matches I care about are at the end. Mate, spoiler alert, the Cruiserweight Championship is like the fourth longest match on the card. Nice. <laughs> Wait, that could be shite. <laughs> that could mean it's like three minutes. On that note, someone say three minutes. Uh, on that note, Michael, if you want to let everyone know where they can find us on all the forms of the social medias. Yeah, find us on all form, all platforms. It's Facebook and YouTube. Just search Ruthless Question Era Podcasts. On Twitter and Instagram, it's at our era podcast. And go check out the rest of our main feed on SoundCloud, Spotify and iTunes. Not not inside US. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> yeah, they fucked up with that years ago and never rectified it. Oh, that note, I want to say thank you for everyone again. Um, real real talk for 30 seconds. Um, yeah, my life, has, as everyone's aware, has not been the easiest over the last couple of months, but thank you for everyone that's reached out to me, messaged, said, how are you? And all that jazz. It means a lot. It does mean a lot. And we're back. And we're back. We're not just back. We're back better than ever. Uh, also available uh, for our Patreon supporters and each and every one of you, thank you very much. Um, we have got brand new Hunter Games. It's WrestleMania season, Michael. The granddaddy of them all. And Triple H might get a win. Uh, so join us as we try and try and attempt to decipher and dictate the entire WWE slash WWF pay-per-view career of the game. The Cerebral Assassin, the King of Kings, the COO of WWE, the game, Alan. Uh, in the Hunter Games, and that's available over at patreon.com forward slash era podcast. And you can get all our back catalogue. We're up to like episode, I think it's 13 now. 13, uh, yeah. Which is WrestleMania 13. Um, it's, we don't Did look at the pay per views. Like no, we don't look at the pay per views. We purely look at the build up between Alan's pay per view matches and then we look at the pay per view match. Uh, and on the episode that we've released, um, coincide with the release of this episode, uh, we also take a look and we do a little live watch on the network over Skype. It's always fun. Uh, uh, it works. Mike, yeah, we take a look. We took a look at Bret Hart versus the game uh, over in Germany back in 1997, which was a cracking little match. Cracker. We did a live watch. So, yeah, for, for $1, you can access that over on Patreon. But, Better than 4 out of 10. Until next time, which it will be Armageddon 2004. I've been Dave. That's been Big Sexy. Peace out, people. Ruthless aggression.